and the lead turning up on Twitch. <laughs> Why is there a chat popping everywhere? Oh crap. Please excuse us, but we have technical difficulties. We haven't even started yet. I know, right? <laughs> no. Never mind. We'll cut the music for a moment. So, in last session, you were all as Orion, Esteem, currently fighting with Jericho and Jericho's minions. But about 2.5 million light years away as the DM has to pull out his notes because he's now just suddenly had a brain fart and forgotten everything that he was about to say <laughs> and then we all went on our own adventure as you kept on checking out his papers and we just had a grand time just we're leaving the planet Earth together. Asteros where the bulk of our story normally takes place we're even leaving the Arboreos galaxy we're traveling 2.5 million light years away to the Coltano galaxy, to the planet of Lycara. Not related to the character. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> is anybody playing a Kimono Mimi? Silence crickets. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. So you, Lycara is very similar to Astros and Earth. It's very water, land, but mostly water. On the main continents is the grand city of Ouroboros. And around, that's normally where the main hub of trade is, and this is where who have all settled. This is the massive city where Broker Dreams Incorporated has the biggest holding, and it's pretty believed that they have a... That if world domination was a business, they'd be at the top of the ladder. But they don't give evil corp vibes. Or do they? Kind of open to opinion. And on who you are, what you do with life. As for who's playing a Kimono Mimi, on this world, and it's only known to the inhabitants on this world, is believed to be the ancient home islands of the Kimono Mimi race. Instinctively, about five separate islands that make up their own archipelago. Ruins have been found. And some of these ruins, Sky, you have explored. Their technology was never got as advanced as what it is today, especially with what you grew up with and what technology has become. We're all very much in the modern era, and we are very close to coming into the space age. Archaeology is not really your thing. You're not a historian. Unless there is some technical know-how probably attached onto it. So going through the years, these archipelago 
islands. You have either tried to jump around and explore a little, or it's kind of just become your go-to holiday destination. Let's go to the middle of nowhere and just go diggy hole. And through those finds is what brought uh, Broken Dreams Incorporated to approach you. And after a while of back and forth and letting you excavate, they kind of got a bit bored. You weren't producing the results that they were hoping you would. Because not of a lack of your skills, but just because what they were looking for wasn't there. So eventually they employed you as a mechanic working on the current generation of airships and behind. So you've worked on airships ranging back from when they were using engines that manifested elementals, which are nowadays very heavily outlawed due to the slavery acts and other things. It was it's known as the first steps to airship engines, but it's a big no-no. And most people, if found using one, good luck keeping an airship, because someone is probably going to try and crack that engine open. If they can do it safely. Newer models, obviously, there's been... People try to use uh, steam... Wind, electric, um, rain, work please, <laughs> hydro stuff, water, lots of water, water, water pipes, water pipes make things go zoom. <laughs> and you've also worked on propellers. And this isn't just Sky. By this point, all of you have worked on these different classes of airships while working on the Apollo 12. But we'll get to that in a bit. Coming into the early years, while Sky was on these archipelago islands, we see a currently being constructed deal. And a professor in a lab coat, typing away on their keyboard, currently trying to build the new latest creation. <laughs> and the DM trying not to snot everywhere. Eventually, Neon got, is constructed. Unfortunately, Professor Bakes couldn't properly figure out how to construct and get Neon to the way that they wanted correctly. By this point, the E1CK models came out, which I think I've misspelled, never mind. And these were in race with the, the um, neon models. 
and eventually the entire project was scrapped due to sophisticated AI actually evolving and trying to cause a robot uprising, which Sky thought was it was her birthday for about a good month. Which eventually got quelled, and there are now only four of these models walking the planet. Which means, unfortunately, Professor Bex could not further develop any neon models into existence. Except for one. And that is the character you are playing today. Having quote-unquote, bin, binned. And, oh no, it's managed to have its own life. Oh no, uh, let's not report this. You've been allowed to le live your life freely. Which somehow has led you into being employed on board the Apollo 12. Eventually, Waka, your character was brought in by the company. Same with yours, Kuro. And you all serve on, as mechanics, training and learning on the Apollo 12. Because Broken Dreams Incorporated are currently working on a spaceship. None of you have ever been on board a spaceship, and what they did was just hand you all man manuals and expect you to get it all right by somehow working on airships. This seems kind of normal thinking for the corporate types, but hey-ho. So today is the start of your last day. In the next couple of hours, you are all meant to head to corporate HQ. And you are all currently finishing up the day's work on the Apollo 12. Today is your launch day. You can see the city off in the distance, clear waves of the sea, a nice cool breeze, as the Apollo 12 is currently docked oceanside. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Who's going first? <laughs> uh, I can start. Yeah, we can go you Discord well. order. You're the yeah. captain. <laughs> uh, um, oh, like, are we describing like how a character kind of approaches, or just like what they look like? Uh, yeah. Also, um, for your space mission, hmm. the co corporation has sent you all dossiers on what your roles are expected and who is in what roles. So obviously, what you picked is what you have, mm -hmm. and 
they have they know neon is neon they haven't made a fuss about it but they have made you captain of the ship punishment apparently they say it's a good ship <sighs> this is my punishment yeah pretty much <laughs> <sighs> Okay. Um, so has would Neon have just found out that they were going to be the captain, or...? You guys would have at least known... You've all worked on the Apollo 12 and known each other for a good year. Mm-hmm. You would have got your mission dockets a month ago. Okay. Um... I... So, um, what you'd see, you see Neon, is a uh, humanoid robot, um, like greyish blue plating, um, very sort of elegant looking, um, sort of average height, about like, it's under, it's under six foot or something. Uh, they've got quite long legs. Um, and they've got uh, like a, a black visor in place of a face. Uh, at the moment, it's got nothing on it. You'd know that sometimes when they have particular uh, emotions, like surprise, it has an exclamation mark on it, and things like that. Um, they have uh, like long air, like two aerials on the sides of their head, like ears, um, and long cyan hair that kind of fades out into uh, blue. Um, their feet are kind of like um, uh, they're like animal feet like standing on their toes uh, and they've got a long like uh cable from the back of their neck that goes down kind of looks like a tail but obviously attached to the back of the neck um and wearing it's like uh, black flim fitting uh clothes with a black jacket um it's just, it is the like the the information we've been given is it like paper are we still using paper, or is it on <laughs> something else? It has been issued in paper format, so it's easily destroyed later. Okay, in that case, if you if you saw Neon reading it, uh, you'd see them like you know when you if you're turning a page, you like lick your finger and turn the page. Yeah, you'd see Neon like absently. They just like run their finger across their visor and turn the page, and then run it across <laughs> the visor and turn the page. <laughs> Oh it's not gosh. doing anything. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Neon is swiping right. <laughs> no! Luckily, the visor is not an interface. Um, yeah, I think they'd just kind of be waiting for people to... Uh, they're just catching up on their new role and just making sure they're up to speed on everything and just seeing making sure everyone's like in the right place or if they want to ask anything they're trying to look authoritative (laughs) well i guess in that case i'll go next um sky is uh a human female about five foot nine um has a short very short um sort of electric blue hair uh sort of golden pale golden yellow eyes 
a tattoo that goes kind of from their neck to their right shoulder. Um, kind of slim-ish build, but very qu quite muscled um, and built. Uh, they are the resident artificer and uh, one of the people who works on the engine. Uh, well, works on engines. Um, and... Hmm, what else to say? <laughs> uh, hmm. I mean, uh, DM, what did she get as her mission docket a month ago? What was it? If the DM hasn't died. <laughs> em.exe not found. <laughs> AJ? Sorry, repeat the DM that. It's not. Please try again later. I had to go away from my mic so I didn't hear anything. Oh, oh god damn it, sir. What am I being asked? I was asking with, because I was introducing Sky, I was asking what did she get in her mission docket a month ago? What did it say? Um, let's remind myself what role you picked. Uh, to work on engines. So, your mission doc would have, I would say, you are now, you are the chief engineer of the ship. Okay. Some reason where it has in the name, and this is on all your dockets, there is no name present. Mm-hmm. It's like someone was meant to sign what the name of the ship was and forgot. Right. <laughs> and yours is probably a thicker one. Oh, okay. As it does contain all the schematics of the star engine. And your main job is to maintain it and make sure that you can at least reach the destination of the moon. Okay, good to know. As uh... it is completely experimental, the engine is capable of interstellar travel. But they're expecting it to blow up by the time you hit the moon. Okay. This has not been field. Anything on this ship has not been field tested. You are the field test. Oh, great. <laughs> Good thing she's, uh, you know, doesn't make care about shit like this. Everything's worked out in the labs mm. and on the simulations, but this is the. Yeah. You're the monkeys we're sending up. Yeah, yeah, okay. No problem. Then she looks pretty satisfied with the would have looked pretty satisfied with mission docket. A little bit peeved about the fact that you know they're kind of the monkeys, and she doesn't like that description, even though it wasn't quite described like that. But she's the kind of girl that's like, eh, fuck it. If I die, I die. Kind of person. Um, also, being artificer just for the sake of the podcast and for the other people who have worked with her for the last year, you'd know that she created. A long, long time ago, she created her own suit of armor, and I will uh, link a picture to it. Um, for those in a podcast who can't see this image, uh, if any of y'all out there know Bubblegum Crisis 2040, you'll know it as Nene's uh, suit, just in different colors. Um, but to describe it nonetheless, it is 
Okay, I can't describe it. There's no way to describe it. Um, but it is that kind of suit, um, but it is colored in... How do I put this? Like a, a metallic sky blue, deep golds and blacks. So where you would see in this picture the reds, it would be the sky blues. The blacks would stay the blacks and the visor would also be black. And then the lining where, the, where there's whites and various lines of red would be uh, uh, the gold. And she's not often seen without it off. But if she ever is seen without it off, whether she's wearing the armor or not, she's always wearing high heels. Seems a bit weird for an engineer or somebody who works around mechanics all days, but she will constantly say that it is, it's better for her arch and she just can't walk in flats. <laughs> um, and she's very fond of guns and more than a little bit unhinged. And I think that's about all I can really describe without giving too much away. I'm gonna have to be right back. <laughs> Damn it, our team is leaving us. <laughs> Carry on with your intros, though. Okay, who's next? Kuro, Waka, we've got you two left. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if Kuro wanted to, else then I would. Depending uh, you on go how ahead bravely. Okay, I'll go first then. Well... Alvin would definitely come nonchalantly, just walking in, having two cases on his back, or one seeming for an instrument. He is human in appearance, a little over six feet tall, short golden hair and wonderful gray eyes, and a bit of bush beard, like the image that I have used for reference down below. Mm -hmm. Not wearing any armor, just walking around in... A wonderful brown shirt, some simple pants, and having some leather gloves on, and some proper um, traveling boots on. He always has a bit of a smile on his face. And seems to be walking lightly on his feet while more averagely built, not seeming to be going too much up into the shape, but he's... Always rather fit. That's really the short of it, at least with his appearance. Well, actually, I think there's something we, bo we both forgot to add where our characters would be currently, because Neon did that and I forgot to do that. So I will just quickly say that Sky would be working on some sort of component, probably slid under it, um and not in her armor, because that's a bit difficult and tough to do. So she'd just be in a pair of, um, like, slim-fit jeans, her high heels, and a tank top. So one of the rare occasions she's out of her armor. Um, what about you? What about Alvin? As I said, he was walking up nonchalantly. He was coming from outside of the okay. area for the harbor, having just returned. Mm, nice. All right, Seeing Kuro, probably turn. Neon standing there reading the papers with their very interesting <laughs> finger flicking. <laughs> Just like blending in perfectly normal. Blending in completely perfectly. as the only as us the only ones really as far as I know working here at the moment. <laughs> All right, Kuro's left. Are you Kuro? Are you yeah. ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my character is 
a female gnome named Jess or Jester Oily Pocket. She's about three foot tall, uh, quite muscular. Uh, she has bright pink and bright sort of uh, green hair, sort of striped, sort of very bright neon hair. It's tied up into sort of like three ponytails, making it look a bit like a jester's hat. <laughs> She's got very gold eyes, quite gold earrings. If you look at the sort of image I made in the World of Warcraft character creator there. Nice. She's quite tanned. She's in black dungarees, uh, quite heavy looking combat boots, and sort of a dark green t-shirt underneath the dungarees and sort of quite big gloves on always covered in sort of oil or general muck from working on engines and such at the moment she's wandering around the engine bays or rooms she's just sort of with a clipboard and she's sort of just Ticking off anything that may need looking at or anything that she thinks is done for the term time being. And that's about it, I think. Do we have our DM back or is he still in my A? I think that answers that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, you know what that means. Yep. <laughs> Uh, people. Oh, there we go. Aww. <laughs> like you get dragged away. <laughs> Just as we were about to, like, RP and have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have. Well, we had just finished introductions, so sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, literally really 10 time. seconds ago, I was like, do we have the DM here? No? Okay, let's do this. <laughs> about to have some fun times with Neon asking them what they were surfing after. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys have all cleaned down, and you've got everything packed, so all you're doing is waiting for transport. So if you want to RP, you're welcome to do so. Well, I was saying that uh, Sky was working on something um, out outside of her armor for once. Uh, I so... would say, on, on map-wise, this would be Sky's workshop area. Woohoo! Then she's probably in there as usual, covered in grease and just happily working away on something. And for the first time ever, doesn't have her little buddy because sometimes, sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. She sometimes has this little helper um, that either takes the form of her hammer or her wrench, who which ends up growing little legs and little arms. Sometimes, sometimes she has the helper, sometimes she doesn't. Today, she's just like, Half between being like, where is he? And then half being like, ah, fuck it, I can do this on my own. And all this kind of thing, so. So cute. <laughs> yes, I have a spell called Tiny Servant. <laughs> I can turn any inanimate object into something with legs and arms that helps me. <laughs> mm, cast it on Neon. No, they're not an inanimate object, God damn it. Does Neon ever find the little the little creature like on them, just like riding around? Probably you probably from some instances, because the spell does dictate that unless you give them orders, they kind of just like stand there. So 
if if the little one of the little creatures is not helping Sky do something, or Sky's been like, okay, okay, I'm good, I'm good. You go frolic or something. I don't know. Um, then they will do as advised and frolic. And I will 100%. I'm sorry. Sky is literally the epitome of chaos. So I'm gonna say her implements when they take sentient form are also chaotic as fuck. So yes, 100% at some point, Neon's probably found one of these, like, probably one, probably the wrench, like, just looking at, looking at him, like, and then, like, peering at what they're doing, like, if they're eating or something, if they can eat, or, like, suddenly appearing on their shoulder and just, like, poking. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's probably been the same thing with, with the rest of y'all, you, but you probably found... Um, them climbing up onto, like, one of your beds, or, like, looking at you, peering at you, like, what you're doing, kind of, like, cock of the head. They can't talk, but you've definitely had experiences. <laughs> Neon's probably on the lookout for one of those, like, scampering <laughs> around. <laughs> Not today. Not unless she decides she needs it, but, yeah. It, it would be a good idea to be on the lookout, because I think it would go from general curiosity and poking at things to getting more confidence and then you know probably overhearing sky being like oh i really need this god damn it why don't i have this and all this sort of thing <laughs> and then them thinking oh this is what you need steal somebody's food <laughs> <laughs> kind of like kind of like baby Groot when they don't know what they want but they just take something they think this is what you want right <laughs> And then Sky gets a sandwich, and it's like, wait, why the, why is there a sa Never mind, sandwich! <laughs> <laughs> the entire reason I just took the observant feet to watch out for little creatures. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, love it. <laughs> You're not gonna steal my sandwich! <laughs> a wild bush hunting with Neon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sky's doing that, and unless somebody comes and you know wants something from her, or she remembers to eat, which is rare, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just gonna be there. And where would someone be coming in from? Because is. <clears throat> One just come in from down here, I'm assuming, or is there multiple access ways into this area? Um, there's multiple ways into the area. So you've got, at the moment, because you're docked, you've got this ramp that you can use. The back area. Oh, that's the back, okay. But normally there wouldn't be a lot of ways. It'd just be staircase that lead off into a deep drop into the open sky. Because airships... Like a bit of a design fault, but yeah. Yeah, they didn't design these very well. There, there is kind of a lower floor. But it's very badly done on this map. Mm -hmm. Like, you've got this control bit the walkway bridge but then you've also got this lowest section that's supposed to be going down a set of steps okay but then Ellen would be coming in from outside over here returning to the spot 
Yeah. And seeing what everyone else is doing. If there is anyone on the way else. It... And if there's nothing of interest going on except for Neon maybe running after all the robots, then... <laughs> no robots today. <laughs> and I don't know where would potentially you go because I don't know which each one of these rooms are for. Uh, the bottom room is mostly office, which is this one. Scrap and dirty, redundant parts. Uh, workshop. Yep, that's where Sky is. Uh, and this room would be your main control area, so guiding airships in and piloting the Apollo 12 platform. How about that? How about what? There's one up at the top left. Oh, yeah. Well, this one. Um, I would say that's a battery power area. Okay. Just making sure. Well, then he'd probably definitely be coming in and be following the noise, if there's any. Although it does look like... I don't know, maybe crane operation? Because it looks like a chair more than a battery. It does say crane control, so I would imagine that's what it's for. We'll go with crane control. <laughs> I'll read the safety writing on the floor, sure. Sure! <laughs> I was just curious if there was something else, but sure, okay. No, that, that that would operate both the two cranes there and there. Okay. This is where Alvin's coming in. Where's everyone else on the map? <laughs> yeah, guys, put yourselves. Where would you be? Oops. <laughs> Nearly pulled the wrong token. <laughs> Nearly put a Steam on the map. <laughs> Steam is suddenly part of the game. <laughs> I mean... It's just another one of his Steam sneezes. Yep. It's... Can't relate. <laughs> hey, Fever. What am I doing here? She suddenly appears on the moon. Where were you this time? I was on the moon and there was all this metal. <laughs> oh no, that's next session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, roll me a d10. Oh, you sneeze and you're standing in front of Neon on the Apollo 12. <laughs> Welcome to your own game, buddy. Captain, what are your orders? I'm sorry, I just saw something. What are you not seeing? <laughs> He's so fluffy, I'm going to die. <laughs> what are you up to, Kura? Um. First off, how do I place my token again? Um, where your sheet is, yeah. hover your mouse over, click and drag onto the map. Uh, yeah, I'm having trouble with that. 
Um, you know where you've got your uh, little icons at the top right, um, just above the chat? Um, oh, yeah. There's one called Journal, and then you see your character's uh, thing, uh, where oh, you yeah, click on okay. their sheet. Yeah, you just, you just click, oh, yeah. click, drag and drop. Yeah. There yeah. we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, she'd also be in the workshop area. Um, she's just finished doing her checklist, I think. I think she's coming in. Check on Sky. Coming in, probably reminding her that it's time to eat. So she'll just walk up to Sky, who's, as you said, what, probably underneath something, working on yeah, something? Yeah, she probably, she's probably working on, like, what looks like a big hunk of, hunk of like, metal on various parts. You don't know what it's quite going to be just yet. It looks like it's just the beginning stages of something, like a personal project or something like that, or possibly an engine. You're not quite sure. Um, but she's just on a trolley under it and just, like, going between cursing and then wondering where her one of her little helpers are and then being like right right i didn't i didn't use that spell to ah fuck it i don't need him <laughs> yeah so jess has just finished up her little checklist of things to do and things that have been done so she'll just walk up to where sky is she just kick her feet and just say boy it's time to eat i will say <laughs> because because of her because of her most recent feet she can't be she can't be surprised and she she knows you're there she before you can kick her she'd like move her leg out of the way <laughs> <laughs> and and just be like i have been eating I've, I've got rations i don't i don't i don't need see look she kind of wheels herself out out from under it a little bit and she's actually chewing on like a piece of jerky <laughs> except without hands so it's just kind of like in her mouth and she's just kind of like <laughs> half chewing on it half talking to you <laughs> And it's just like, see, fruit, fruit. It's, it's good. It's good. I'm good. On the package says, "Broken Dreams Inc. Mystery Jerky, 100% not healthy for you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she cares. <laughs> this ain't just processed meat. It's corporate meat. Yeah, it's corporate meat. Um, but. You, you go have. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna work on. This is really fucking annoying me. <laughs> Alright, so Jess sort of gives in there. At least Sky is eating. She, <laughs> she just says, "Yeah, I'll bring you back something a little healthier later on." Why the fuck would you do that? I don't want you keeling over and dying on me. This is jerky. It's full of protein. That's what I need. That's what you need for growing muscles and growing. Yeah, Jess just sort of rolls her eyes and then just walks away again, back make, to her own work. Make an investigation check, Jester. Sky just gives her a salute, even though she doesn't see it, and just puts <clears throat> it back underneath. Oh, what's a good? Oh, <laughs> considering you have a plus one. You see, Damn. on the packet of jerky, just ruffled off at the corner, zero percent protein. 100% question mark. <laughs> she just rolls her eyes and she just says, I'll bring you back something later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. can't eat that crap. Wait, what? And you can tell she's kind of like 
Oh no, would we would we have headphones in this time? Yes, you also all have a mobile phone. Yeah, that I know. Um, Except for Neon, you are the mobile phone. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, but you would kind of see, she would she kind of half heard you because she would have put her earphones not like back on over her ears because she doesn't need to be aware of her surroundings, but kind of like around her neck, um, and like very either heavy metal or screamo music is playing through it. Um, and she's just like, wait, what? Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. whatever. She, uh, and you get the impression that she either heard it was about food or heard it was about parts or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah, so Jess at this point just goes back to her own work, puts on her checklist, Bring food back for Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump over to Alvin. You've made your way onto the Apollo 12, and the closest person that's probably on your walking distance is, by the looks of it, Neon. On the way, he's going to... Pull down one of the cases from his back and pull out his guitar, strap it on, and then just start playing a little bit of music just for himself. Just starting a little bit on the dueling banjos without the banjo. So a little bit of there, down, 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 down. Just having fun until he sees Neon. Oh, hey. Hey, Neon. Anything good on the web? Anything good? Uh, I'm still kind of catching up on all of this. Um, I don't know where the other two are. Um, how are you doing? Doing all right. And really, we've, we've worked with them before. Where do you think they are? Uh, that's true. This guy's crawling around in something. Uh, Probably Jess, too, to be honest. Uh, well, you know that if it wasn't because you told them no, they would be putting, trying to put upgrades on you as far as I am concerned. Yeah, I, I'm trying to be easygoing, but that's kind of where I'm drawing the line. I'm not quite ready for that. Well, I mean, Anon on your arm... Uh, what? Wouldn't that be an interesting upgrade, though? I mean... <laughs> Neon's kind of just looking at their arm. I don't know if it fit, but... If, if I ever get the urge, I'll let them know. I'm not sure... Mm. I'm not sure what, what... I would say I'm not sure it would be above board, but there's not a lot here that's above board. Uh who cares about the board? They've called me in too many times for me to really care. That's fair. Since none of you want to talk with them. So do you think we might be all ready to go? Certain that we're soon gonna get the clear for it. Until then, what do we know? We don't know what we're going to be testing this out on, if it's just going to be out in the open or if they want us to go after someone. After all, this thing 
gonna be a wild ride no matter what we do. I think you might be right. I'm kind of learning on the job on this one. But best we can do is be prepared. I think we should have everything on board. As if we can be prepared with them. Sometimes they're just going to call us in for more stupid questioning, or maybe that's just me, but... Yeah, I mean, I think some of this stuff... <laughs> Neon, like, waves the, um, the papers. I... I'm not sure all of this is necessary. Some of it's just... No better. Your ship. So, if you don't want it on, then we can always ask one of the other two to take it off. Bet they would love that as a challenge. For Neon's paperwork, it, you basically have a combination of everyone's paperwork, as well as your own. So, you, like with Sky, who has schematics of the engines, Neon would also have those same schematics in their packet. Mm-hmm. So Neon has everything. There is a slight amount of engine talky gobbledygook in yours, Waka, but that's just so it's easier for you to understand when piloting. I gotta know when there is a problem and then I can easily identify it while I'm at the gears. Pretty much. And to find out what it feels like to go with full throttle or not. Stuck. Anything we need to go up and check up on? Does it seem like everything's okay from from what Neon's uh, looked over? Uh, everything um, is fine for the ship. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I said, you guys have had a, a good month to study through everything. Mm -hmm. None of you have actually been to the ship or seen the ship. It's just basically locked behind closed doors by the corp, and they've just been like, yeah, it'll be fine. You'll, you'll, it'll fit you like a glove. But meanwhile, as it sort of rolls into, like, midday, everyone seems to get an alert on their mobile devices, except for Neon, whose face just gets a very red exclamation mark pop-up. <laughs> And it doesn't take a genius because you all hear a very loud bang and some sort of large object from the sky already is falling and plummets and smashes into the ocean not too far from the Apollo 12. When you all look up into the sky, you see part of the moon is cracked and there is debris silvery floating up around it. The alerts you've all received, the initial ones that would cause the big exclamation warning on Neon pop-up, would be to everyone on the planet. That there is a lunar event happening. Unknown origins, please stay inside. The second alert you will get Extraction pickup ETA five minutes. 
this is your red light to its go time. So you now have five minutes to finish packing, organize everything, and the drop ship is now coming to pick you up. Okay. Uh, yeah, are we in? Oh, sorry. No, 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 do good. I was going to say, are we in the same locations as we were before? Yeah, this is all happening just... simultaneously. So, uh, <laughs> Alvin just literally finished spoking, and then these events just all hit. Spoking. 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 He, he finished making the words out of mouthy movie thingy. <laughs> uh, Manuel didn't say anything about whether things are going ahead in terms of lunar incident. Uh, Neon's like, the, the instinct is kind of the equivalent of googling what to do if it looks like the moon is falling apart. It's just like, no, okay, okay, stop it. Alvin is just going to stand here laughing. <laughs> Make an investigation check, for that. Uh, that's a 12 so you found some useful information about the tides rising and stuff which is kind of evident but you're not too sure if that was because of the debris but there is a lot more water now flowing onto the Apollo 12 okay other than that welcome to reddit my friend <laughs> you have entered will... the cursed side <laughs> Oh no. Everyone is panicking. You quite easily can see that on internet alerts. Some doomsday theorists are popping off. Um, <laughs> religious cults are going off. Oh no. Um, some corporate posts saying, keep calm, we've got everything under control. Memes, tons of memes. <laughs> <laughs> Always memes. Somehow the Zelda meme of the moon falling has made it in there. <laughs> wow. Uh, Neon, as captain, is going to try and make a quick decision and be like, I think whatever's happening, we need to get uh, out of here because there's a risk of uh, tidal waves, possibly. I don't know. Um, I'm going to go and check the other, sir. <laughs> Can I just say, because it's been enough time, I've been waiting for the right amount of time. Now's about now's about the time that you would literally hear like like metal on metal rapid clacking as um as uh, Sky comes running past in her in her in her um armor and she's heading for the nearest nearest exit and she's just like, what the heck was that? That sounded amazing. I need to go check it out. I think something failed. It could be something I need for my components. <laughs> Alvin and just yells out when he hears that. Ah, <laughs> uh, none of the heels. Ah. She's wearing the heels in the armor. <laughs> yeah, but she's wearing the armor outside the heels. <laughs> but to be fair, the armor is kind of healed as well. <laughs> yeah, not the, the same. Not the I same. I know. I know, but she's ready and she's not stupid either. So she knows that if there's like an attack, she's going to be ready <laughs> to beat up, beat up some assholes. So... Um, I'm gonna guess, DM, that the nearest exit is here? No, that was just a drop-off to oh, nothingness. Yeah, they're, oh, so they're all drop-offs to nothingness, really, but... Fair. Okay, then I would literally be rushing past you guys. 
<clears throat> but on approach, there is a black, not airship, but it is kind of an airship. It's very modernized, and apparently it's a off-branch of the space program. Yeah, she's ignoring them. <laughs> she wants to go outside and look at what fell in the water. And this thing is approaching the Apollo 12, and this is your pickup. They said it would be there in five minutes. Alvin looks to Neon, and inside Neon's head comes the words, ready to put on an unfamiliar glove. Uh, <laughs> Neon's visor just like has a big exclamation mark come up again. <laughs> That's what they ah. said in the report. He says he speaks out loudly this time with a big grin, and then he starts walking over towards where they're supposed to be picked up. Neon, like, straightens the collar of their jacket. He's like, nods, and... But then looks looks behind, because Jess hasn't appeared, and is like, our pickup's here. Jess, Jess is coming down. She's just putting on a jacket. Got a big leather jacket on. Doesn't go anywhere without it. Oh. So she's coming along here. She's only little, so she can't run very fast. <laughs> and Neon just makes sure everyone's together and then... Uh, I'm gone. <laughs> well, the I'm three gone. people that are remaining. <laughs> she just <laughs> asked Neon, she just, she just asked Neon, you all right, hon? <laughs> so... Oh. <laughs> carry on. No, Neon's just uh, still acclimatizing to, uh, like, picking up different nicknames uh, that they might be called by. They're just—I <laughs> don't know if that one's been used before, but if it hasn't, they're, they're storing it in the in the memory banks. <laughs> oh, Sky hundred percent calls you Nene. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> that's definitely her nickname for you. <laughs> so as the vehicle gets closer and closer, the this is normal. The Apollo 12 starts to hover and starts to move out to meet it. This then takes you over to the water surface where the wildlife you can see. One is a slightly giant turtle oh. swimming below. Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh. And we won't remain too long on this map but I, I just wanted to use it <laughs> because why not? I paid for why it. Why the fuck not, yeah. <laughs> and the ship docks and it's probably no bigger than a standard car. Maybe a little bit bigger you can stand up in it but Let's not see where all the expenses are going. Very fancy, very black. And as it opens, there is a mechanical person in a suit. And Neon has met Rick before. Oh, no. <laughs> and the key thing that Neon always notices the first time is the human skull inside the helmet. Oh, no. Because... To the naked eye, all that black visor, you can't see it. But being a robot, that doesn't hide your senses from it. 
So everyone would see a normal robot head. You would see a human skull. <gasps> okay. I feel like every time Neon tries to like, they're like they're they're a robot. They don't have expressions, but they kind of have to sort of straighten themselves up and compose themselves a little bit. Like. <laughs> It also doesn't help that these models did nearly cause human genocide, so... Mm. Question, DM. Have we hmm. all met Rick before? Was you, it just Neon? Neon has had more meetings with Rick. Okay. Followed by Alvin, because that would be your main go-between between you and the corporations. Mm. But Rick has been on the Apollo 12. Okay. Rick is kind of your handler. Okay, in that case, Sky goes running right past him, anywhere that's close to the water, to see what fell into the water. She's just like, move, Rick! <laughs> wow, no hello. No cup of coffee. Ew, how's that for a hello? Maybe later, if you're a good girl. Ugh. I missed you too. vomit into the nice ocean while I'm here. Why? We put everything else in the nice ocean. Yeah, we shouldn't. I, we shouldn't. But we do. Don't make me want you to jump into the water and tell us what's happening. Please. Me or the cowgirl? I think you're the only one that I'd rather want to see drown at the moment, so please. But I can't drown the mud. There's ways we can figure out. God give me strength. Yeah, right if back at you, buddy. God didn't create you, so keep on talking. Thank God for that. <laughs> I am too ill to properly do Rick. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> then you shouldn't have brought him in. <laughs> too bad, bitch. You're the one who wanted to bring him in. You're also the one who wanted to play, even though you're ill. <laughs> eh. The thing, thing with Rick is that he is respectable when he wants to be. Which is very <laughs> fucking rare. Yeah. But he does give the cooey eyes to Neon and hi. God. Fancy seeing you here. Oh, Lord. Well, I seem to have been appointed as the captain of this crew. Ugh, they so gave you the captaincy? Yeah, are you disappointed? Yeah, a little. Why, did you want it? No. I, I just don't want to see you get her hurt. Has Rick been like this before? Is this like a new development? Make an insight check. <laughs> I would like to join in on that. Rick is so unpredictable, it is 90% insights. 19 on insight. Oh, oh, it's still to GM. God forbid. Yeah, Sky, you get all the penis jokes. <laughs> of course I do. So... Rick and Alvin, you guys have snuck off, and if anyone asked, you would both deny it. But you've gone to gigs with each other. You've hung out. You've gone drinking. <laughs> but 
but if one of you gets asked, you both deny it. <laughs> but Rick would die for Alvin. As for Neon, he, he blows hot and cold. One minute he's overly flirty, the next he's very straight-laced. Okay. But he does have your best interests at heart. But if you ever bring him up on it, he, he would probably just dick joke his way out of it. Okay. Um, something about he'll make love to the toaster you make toast with in the morning. Good God. I can't, okay. I can't believe this is what I've signed myself up for in the other campaign. <laughs> Don't worry, it's going to be worse in that campaign. Don't oh, worry, you, you won't be alone. You won't be alone. Thank you. Walker's character would like it. Walker, on the other hand. Uh, Neon just kind of looks back at Rick, and their visor just displays a sort of dot, dot, dot. Yes. <laughs> just like, sure. Oh, you were thinking. I thought you were buffering. Well, you know, conversations with you require so much mental gymnastics sometimes, it's hard to tell. Ow! Oh, nice one! She says from the distance. <laughs> I think you broke my heart if I had one. I was about to say, didn't you give it up like a thousand years ago? No, I think I sold it for a new guitar pick. Hmm. It was only worth that much? Yeah. That's because it keeps replacing it, finding new parts everywhere. Welcome to the new oil pump 3000. By the way, why are you wearing a suit? Because corporate crap. Ugh. I thought had more pissed. taste than that. Anyway, if you would all care to get in this very tight, spacious car with me and... That's, yeah. Uh, I think I can vouch for everyone and say no thank you, and besides, I'm busy trying to get a look at this big hunk of whatever fell into the fucking ocean. It's a piece of the moon. I will explain what? as we go. What? Yeah, you, you want me to leave? You want me to leave when, when you just told me that knowledge? I want to go over. We're going to send you to the bigger chunk. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah! <laughs> she goes running <laughs> back to the car. <laughs> leave the armor at the shop. No. I'm wearing the armor. The armor stays right here. No, I just have to fill out this bracket. Whether you leave it or not, I don't give a crap tick. <laughs> Good boy. She says as she pats his head and goes inside. <laughs> where, where, where's where's Jester? Behind I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> don't rush me. She's trying to keep up. Is everyone running ahead? Come on, Tiny. No running here, just walking. I can't walk as fast as you young'uns. <laughs> You're not that old yet, are you? I ain't telling you how old I am. Oh, I was going to say, wait, how old is Chester in comparison to the rest of us? She's well, roughly... you don't have an excuse. She says she's 40, but... 
people suspect older. Okay. Well, that's actually something we haven't brought up, but our ages. I, you could, uh, Sky would definitely not mince words. She's 23. She's young. Oh. Fuck off. <laughs> you have moved on Rick's list. Congratulations, you're in a safe zone. Yay! <laughs> How old's Alvin? Closer towards 30. Nice. Congratulations. You're on the fist bump list. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with VIP privileges. And what about Neon? Oh, do, does, does Neon have an age? Only a few mm. years, as far as I remember from when Neon was created. Yeah. Fair. Two weeks yeah. ago. No, no, no. That, that, that would be wrong, since we've already known each other for a month. Or a yeah. year, a year, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like we've been here at least for a month. So it's just like, <laughs> at least to be more than that. Yep. Now, how old is yeah. Neon? Um, probably... A few years, I mean, thinking like how how much time would have been needed for kind of the uh, neon line to be like developed and then scrapped. Probably a few years, three years, four years. Yeah, we'll say four to five. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh shit, no, I got it wrong. Sky's 25, not 23. I don't know why. 23 in my mind. Yeah, you're still on the protect list. Good. <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> Your mental sanity will not survive, though. Uh. Um. So we're why? getting on. <laughs> What's happening? Anyway, you all go into this car, and it takes you away. And to speed up, the there has been seismic activity on the moon. We want. To test the new ship by going off and investigating it. There are readings more of the Celestial going on up there. Which you all know, Celestials have not been sin sighted or had any interaction with this planet for thousands of years. This is literally a godless world. Even though there are some religious sects still around, mm. bottom line is there is no god here. So they brief you on all the activities that are going on on the moon, but they can't understand why it's all breaking apart. And eventually, it takes you over the city, and. docks at this building. Nice big building. Kind of tucked away on the outskirts. And you go down this very long elevator. While still in the vehicle, but you can see outside the windows. And then it stops, and you're all in complete pitch darkness. And then these lights start to flicker on. And you get out into a hallway, which will be off-map to the left, 
which will lead off into this general hallway. And as the doors are open, you can see the entrance to your brand spanking shiny new ship. This seems fancy. And what name would you like to give to your fancy ship? Oh, Captain Leon. <laughs> he, he sort of does a very <laughs> smack himself in the forehead doing a salute. Can Leon just like reach up and flick the visor with one finger? What? You want to Rick. flick? Yeah? Ricks, yeah. Y yeah, you can do that if you want. <laughs> oh. God, you're so mean. Yeah, I know, I'm a bully. Uh, anyone got any thoughts? Hmm. Are you a bully, me, senpai? <laughs> AJ, don't make me bring out the ara ara voice. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, get back in your cage. <laughs> well, I know what I'd call it, but it's what not my you, ship. What would you call it? He just glanced over to Sky and then just grin and just look back to the ship and go, I'd call it the Sky Piercer. Not bad. Clear. I'd like to call it pandemonium, but... What, you're expecting it to fall apart? No, I'm expecting us to cause pandemonium. <laughs> Rick is nodding. <laughs> As the captain, yeah. I'm... I'm gonna take Sky's suggestion. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I feel like I might be inviting trouble at this point, but you know... Piece of the moon fell off. What more can go wrong? What was it? The pandemonium, pandemonium on the ship? Yeah. <laughs> the pandemonium. <laughs> or just pandemonium. Esther's looking over it up and down. She's like, it sure is a, f a fancy looking heap of junk, so that sounds about right. You're supposed yeah. to be helping it be staying fixed. I like a challenge. Same. Well, you will best get on board. I need to get back to Mission Control. I will be on the radio with you throughout. Aw, oh, you're not coming with us. Are you mad that thing's going to blow up and take my beautiful, shiny metal ass with it? And so, the onion is sounding, sounding very apt about now. It is. It really is. And besides, you want it to blow up while your precious little Nini is uh in there? Neon will get this, but... <laughs> For someone who does not have eyes, he is eyes screaming at Neon like, I hate space. <laughs> the more confusing is, how does he know what space is like? But he's, he hates space. Aw, oh, come on, sugar. When, Don't want to uh, experience it? No. When no, Sky says, like, your poor little Nano will be on there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Neon makes a, a woo on their visor. Yes! Roll me 2d10s. 2d10s. Roll me an inside check. <laughs> That's a 19. Oh. Rick reacts to the uwu. How? Yeah, I, mean, I was about to say that, but I didn't want to know. No. I'm sorry. I had a really loud motorbike just go past, and I couldn't hear what you said. What, what, how did Rick react? No, you don't want to know. <laughs> he, he reacted to the uwu. You have slain Rick. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> For some reason, this second-hand heart that he bought on the black market to replace what he thought was his original heart is started working again. <laughs> By the power of the Iwu. He's, he's feeling oil <laughs> lubrication in places he ah! thought he already had lubrication. And that was oh, not no, a euthanism. <laughs> Things are working Al again. Alvin goes close to the ship and just goes like, cleaning on aisle one. <laughs> I think you mean cleaning on our one for ten. Make that twenty. <laughs> so you're really not coming with us? You don't want to play knight in shining armor? No. What? I get paid far more to sit on the other end of the radio and make sure you come back alive. It'd be better if you could make sure we come back alive by being there with us just in case something happens. No. that That's your job. Aww. My job is to look after the fucking engine. Yeah. Just the engine. She narrows her eyes. Have like fun, Captain Dion. You, you can... Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> there, uh... there will be stuff on your personal terminal. I'm leaving now. He, he's doing oh. that backwards walk finger guns. He's like, ha ha. Get me out of here. Aww, who knew Rick is terrified of space? Aww. There's giant it's fucking little... jellyfish in space. Aww, little itty bitty Rick is terrified of space. He presses the button and these two doors slam shut in your faces. <laughs> she still keeps taunting him through the doors and then just walks to the plane. <laughs> You all board the ship. Oh. Ooh. Oh, it's so shiny. Now, what annoys me about this is I couldn't find a proper map. So we're going to have to theatre of the mind a lot of stuff where it comes to going between these rooms, and that's going to annoy the crap out of me. <laughs> it's okay, we'll figure it out. But here's the general gist of the layout. Mm -hmm. This is where you enter. Alright. This, I have no ideal crap of what's in here. Well, I imagine storage, and this seems like spacesuit, so you know entrance and exit. So, you know. This is why I bring a walker. Yes. <laughs> this I is know the, ships. This is the flighty bit. This is the below flighty bit. This is the eaty bit. Ooh. This is a sleepy bit. This is also a sleepy and a healy bit. No, that seems nice. actually... Yeah, healing and for, you know, there seems to be some bathroom things right there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah weird place for a bathroom. 
when you've got bathrooms there. It's fine, it works. But this is a lot bigger than what it should be, with corridors, vents. So traversing this ship will still take some time on foot. There is no automated things. This isn't Star Trek. I don't have elevators. Oh, okay. Ow. <laughs> Did you just hurt your brain? Mm. No, that's a constant. <laughs> Fair. So if you would like to sit, get yourself in your stations. Also, it doesn't have an engine room. We'll, we'll pretend. If if Sky and Jess are going to be in the engine room at some point, we'll just say we are. I wanted an engine room map, but I couldn't oh. find one. Oh. I was very okay. sulky. We'll, pre we'll, well pretend like this little area here is just... Uh... No, actually, since we have, you know, this could be where the flying and, you know, all mm -hmm. the captioning thing are happening. This mm -hmm. right here is then technically not necessary, since we're not that many. True. That could be the engine room, especially since it has that table that could That's be fair. used for Dinox, just for the machine itself, at least. So, you know. That's fair. I'll take Walker's idea. Walker's idea works. In that case, then Sky is going to go straight there because that's where she's needed. She's got to take care of the engine, make sure it doesn't blow up on launch. So she's just going to be like, Right, I think me and Jess are going to head to the engine room, make sure it doesn't blow up before we get anywhere. Make it purr for me, sweetie. <laughs> oh, I always do. It purrs extra loud. And she will start heading off in that direction. How come you Walking don't react to that when I make those sort of comments? Because it's Waka <laughs> and it's his characters. I mean, that was Rick. But... <laughs> He's on the Plus. radio listening in. Plus, I am never going to. Plus, I am never going to react that way. <laughs> but wow. if that was if that was Rick, if she'd just be like, I mean, it oh, was honey. Rick. It, so it was. Yes, it was. Then, as she passes, she's like, "Oh, sweetheart, you could try, but it would never happen in a thousand blue moons." Why a thousand specifically? Tried to think of a real big number, but I don't think a thousand's enough. I was trying not to hurt your feelings too much. I am a little bit conscientious. I'm surprised you can find a big number. Oh, I'm surprised you can find your dick most days. <laughs> so am I. Sometimes I leave in the microwave. Mmm, nice and warm. And then she just heads off. <laughs> but Jessica had it last, but okay, sure. <laughs> Which one was Jessica? That's the point. No, I think Jessica was the point. No. She stole it because you kept on doing something else. What was it again with her elevator? So she never could get back up? Oh, yeah. I miss going to the penthouse. And she's happy you never get there again because she stole your master key. Yeah, there's other elevators. Get out of our ears. We're starting a mission here. I can't. I'm part of the mission. Captain, put him on mute on the ship. <laughs> but I'm mission control. You can type us if you need to talk. I mean, I could, but the rest of you wouldn't get the message. Oh, woe is us. And he'll go up towards the top where his favorite seat's going to be.
I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, you, that's the stairs up. Oh, okay. I was like, that's not a seat at all. Cool. That is good. Engine room, you'll see everything come to life in about another 13 minutes. Neon, have you checked your personal terminal? Uh, Neon's uh, navigation um, as well as Captain, so... I would say be... find anywhere in the same room as Walker. Yeah. Probably maybe like one of these terminals for, for navigation? Sure, if that's what you'd like. Yeah. Might as well be up next too, since that could also help navigation even faster. Ah, uh, good point. I wasn't sure if that was like exclusively a pilot seat. It's whatever we want it to be, pretty much, since we have all the freedom here. Okay. Yeah, Neil will be there then, in that case. So this will be different from your average airship if you would put on the supplied sunglasses that you had during your training. <laughs> yes, I'll be needing sunglasses staring out into space. I thought this was shielded for that, so no. No, it's just trajectory information. We, we didn't want to really put it on the glass and have it more personalized. You know, just in case pirates. Yeah, 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 just... Don't talk to me about pirates. Um, what's the what's the controls based on? Controls are based on the usual TX eight hundred airship. We've customized the control scheme. At least they got those notes. Then thank the freaking majority Jack Sterhold. I also made sure they got your notes on the chair. You personally handed it to them at gunpoint. They will upgrade the chair, I said. If you don't upgrade the chair, this ship's going to end up landing straight in your offices, I said. I did not. And then he starts checking over the chair from top to bottom. You have the finest leather, extra padding. And he's worried about any extra buttons hidden somewhere. There is no extra buttons. Hmm. That you would know of. This is the first exactly. time you've had the chair. There is a big button that says ejection system do not press, but that's kind of standard. I would... <sighs> no, no, no functions like that. Rick would have to get it through a whole subcommittee. I mean, the engine vibrates if you want something that vibrates. I know, why do you think she spends so much time there? Damn. <clears throat> anyway. The ship starts to power up and come to life. The engines are warming up. Sky and Jester, you are trying to very quickly familiarize yourself with a very big space with mm -hmm. a very big engine. Yep. Both of you make me an investigation roll. We'll okay. come to, back to that in a minute. Mm -hmm. Waka, you are seeing your takeoff trajectory 
Oh, fuck me. <laughs> recommended speeds for while above the city, breaking the atmosphere. And then you could kind of look ahead to planet orbit trajectory and so on. They've kind of automated you a path all the way to the moon. But you and Rick have also discussed many times before that if something does go wrong, there is a way for you to gain control anyway. Sense? Or you, Neon, you have navigation. You're seeing all the same heads up, but with less of the jargon of speeds, trajectory, and all that stuff, and you're seeing point A to point B, and so on, and you are seeing a full mission briefing. Um, you also see in your heads-up display certain messages just for the captain, full inventory of the ship, fully stocked with food. They've basically equipped this ship for a full interstellar mission, even though it's just going to the moon for a test run. Obviously, some board member who has way too much time on their hands and way too much money was like, yeah, let's do the full thing. Is there anything specific in your heads-up display you would like to look at? Um... I guess the the others are on it in terms of whether everything's working correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I assume they'd just like to see the distance of how how far we're going to travel, how how long the expected journey is, like the estimated time of arrival, um, that kind of thing. Um. You have estimated time of arrival of atmosphere break 20 minutes in safe parameters. And in red, you have emergency takeoff parameters about five minutes. Which probably fills Alvin with a lot more glee because that means the engine has a lot more punch than what they're letting you use at the moment. Um, make me an investigation. Um, what's a 10? You notice that there is something in your engineering inventory. Engineering inventory? Uh-huh. For some reason, underneath engine room equipment, there is something called a weave engine. Can I take a look at that? Does it does it just display more information? It uh, keeps highlighting in red every time you quote unquote click on it. Okay. Um Does it not display anything else? Does it just keep flashing red? Yeah, it, it just keeps flashing red. You you try to click on the engine itself that the ship mm-hmm. is using 
the FR7000, and that opens up to a nice big picture of the engine itself, which is the same one, not to scale, of what Sky and Jessica can see. And then you can see when you, quote-unquote again, click on something, because you can do this all in augmented reality if you wanted, it sort of breaks the engine apart in your vision, and you can identify it down to the tiniest screw. Mm-hmm. As for the 13 and the 16 down in the engine room, while you're all looking over the engine, but you do notice a small separate compartment underneath the engine that is restricted access weave engine. That seems to go below the original engine. Okay. And that's it. Can I take a closer look at it? Um, If you want to stick your face in the floor, sure. (laughs) So wait, the... Describe where it is again. It's beneath the engine. Yeah, it's just writing that is at the bottom, below the engine. Oh, there is seems to be some sort of very small, I guess, tunnel system that goes underneath. It it would fit one single person that would go down a ladder. Oh, if she can go down, she's going down. You can't go down. Yeah. I, I, I'm saying as an example, that's what's oh, blocked okay. off. Hmm. But from your perspective, it just looks like another part of floor. Base floor. She doesn't trust it. She's going to keep an eye on that. (laughs) She's going to remember that. Um, can Neon, like, fall through to the others? Yeah, Um, you've all got open communications between... You've got local communications between everyone, mm-hmm. and you've also got external, which would be towards Rick, who also has communication to everyone. Okay. Can I use local communications and just ask the two who are in the engine room? It's like, have you ever heard of a weave engine? DM, aside from seeing this written and that beneath the original engine, have we heard of anything? No. Okay. Actually, roll me a history, Sky. Oh, okay, this shall be interesting. Uh, give me one second. Is we? Is the? Where's my history? Uh, going in alphabetical order would be a good idea. Ah, this is not one of the proficiencies that I'm proficient with. But let's see. It's a six. <laughs> No. No, didn't think so. Uh, well, unless you mean there's a writing beneath the uh, engine that says exactly that, then no, aside from that, just no. Why? Um, I'm just getting from this, uh, Kind of view of the ship. Uh, that's what part of it seems to be labelled, but it's not 
something I've heard of? You mean you got, like, information? Yeah, I can see pretty much everything that's going on. Mm. Uh, but this isn't familiar to me. Can you click on it? Like, do, if you click on it, does it give you more information or anything like that? Uh, DM, did you say I could look at it closely? Like, the different parts that make it up? Of the original engine. The normal engine, but not the Weave engine. Not the Weave engine. Okay. Um, I can I can look closely at the other one, but not this one. It's not letting me really click on it. It's just flashing. Hmm, that's... N Wait, it's flashing? It's flashing red. As in no access red. Well, it could be no access, or it could be something that's wrong with it, and that's what's worrying me. Usually when things flash red, that means something's, like, overloading or powered. Yeah, I would have assumed that Rick would tell us if there was something on here that we weren't supposed to access. That's, a good, that's a good point. And then, <laughs> if I can get... Can I get external access to Rick? At the moment, yeah, you will have external um, access. And she's like, she's like, uh, Rick, I think there's something you didn't tell us. What didn't I tell you? God, uh, what's the engine called again? <laughs> Weave. Thank you. You, uh, you literally do hear him in the background, sort of, you're sure a coffee cup just fell on the floor and he's going through papers manically. Yeah. Yeah, there's a Weave engine, and uh, apparently on neon screen it's a flash in red, and it's written beneath the engine uh, that we have here in the engine room. Uh, what's that about, if you wouldn't mind telling us? Have you... Did you sneak whiskey aboard again? Yeah, but I haven't touched any. Besides, you know, my constitution would take a fuck ton of it to get me anywhere near squiggly. Well, I'm just surprised that you're sober for a change, but there's nothing in my records of a weave engine. There's nothing even popping up on my systems that there's ever anything like that on board. Well, it's right here. I can send you a photo. I have my phone right here. Please, please don't. I don't need the systems to fry out again. Please don't use your oh. phone. But that's the fun bit. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not when the engine go bang. Fair. But you sure you don't know anything about this? She asks as, and I would like to roll an insight check to see if he's bullshitting. You can if you like. Oh, that's better. 16. Nope, I don't see anything that involves a weave engine. Like I said, you just have your food, your water. Well, your engine, not... spare components, the makeup of the engine. Then that's not very good, is it? There's something on here that shouldn't be there. I mean, I can go digging through the records of the derelict ship that they used to construct this thing, but there was nothing in the old reports. Just because it isn't there doesn't mean it isn't there. I'll have a look, but it's going to take me a long time, and you guys are all ready to be out of the planet by then. No, 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 sweetheart. I mean, if they wanted to uh, fuck with something and put their own little higgly bits in, they wouldn't necessarily put it on any kind of paperwork. Well, they wouldn't even let me put my higgly bits in this thing. I don't blame them, to be quite honest. But that just goes to prove. 
I would recommend don't touch it if there is something like that on board. I can't touch it. It's literally like I would have to pick up the floor in order to. I have a feeling it's going beneath the floor, so I'd literally have to. Actually, look. You know what? Let me see if I can do that. <laughs> Please don't. Try to save that for later. Oh. I want to get a look at this thing. If there's something underneath there, what yes, if there's a yes, whole subterranean I, I engine? Just, guy, I just need you to be on the engine until we get out into space, and you know <sighs> that it's going to run smoothly. Then you can get to play. Just mm. can you wait for that long, at least, please? I'm going to need a swig of that alcohol, but sure. <laughs> My treat. Oh, I've got plenty, she says as she pulls out a bottle of whiskey from her bag. <laughs> I would highly recommend against ripping the ship apart to find things, but okay. Yes, the floor I'm not going to rip it apart. Yeah, but if there's something underneath the floor, that's what worries me. Yeah, that's what worries me too, which is why I want to take a look at it, but I'm gonna listen to our esteemed pilot and do it after we get up in the air, which sounds a bit cockamamie to me, but eh. But Neon's the captain. You can't I mean. get to remove it in t the time we have left before you need to keep an eye on it anyway. You don't know. I like challenges. But you I do start to hear alarms do. going off in the engine room that the engine is overheating, ready for ignition. <sighs> Alright. She goes, she takes a swig of her alcohol and gets to like helping Jess with, uh, you know, getting the engine under control. Alvin just looks at Neon and go like, next time, you do the captain work, please. Understood. Is everybody ready to go? The engines is definitely starting on up. I'm just waiting for confirmation and everything is going yeah. smoothly down there before anything else. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll smooth it out. Everything all seems fine. Have we got it under control, DM? Yeah. Roll okay. B. Yeah. Intelligence Roll. or wisdom? Okay, I know which one I'm going for. Um, What, both of us? Or, or just one of us? One of you. <laughs> oh no. Crow, which one do you, who do you want to roll? <laughs> I can roll intelligence. I haven't been rolling so well. My intelligence is a plus four, but... Oh, it's better than mine, then. <laughs> it's not better than yours if I roll a one. <laughs> uh, how's your wisdom? Even worse. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, let's take a risk. Let's see. Oh no, uh, I don't, I'm trying to read through my stuff to see if I get any kind of, no, I don't, ah, false. Alright. Oh, thank god, 21. Roll me a d10. Okay. Uh... Oh, free, that's not good. So, the alarms keep blaring and then suddenly go to a solid green, and... Oh. Walker, on your heads-up display, there is a ignition pop-up giving you the all-clear to fire away. Down at your command, Captain. And then he will readjust every necessary thing, waiting for the order. 
Uh, Neon's like trying to find the best phrase to use. <laughs> I'm completely blank. Oh. <laughs> that seems pretty on brand for Neon. Yeah. Yeah. Neon just kind of sits there for a second and like you see the spinning circle. Like, Alvin uh, just turns his head and just grins big time to Neon. At your command, just give me a nod, and then I'll begin the countdown. Uh, okay. <laughs> Gives a nod. <laughs> just Sky ask just comes Neon. Over, Sky just comes comes over the comms, and it's like you could just say pandemonium, go. <gasps> okay. How did you listen into our conversation? We're not on the comms. <laughs> you don't know what skills I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Can, can you guys focus before the moon literally falls out of the sky? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, pandemonium, go! <laughs> Alvin then goes on the comms. Pandemonium, go! Countdown starting in five, four, three, two, one. Ignition! And then he presses the go button. So, you press the go button and the ship takes off. Surprisingly smooth. Starts to get a bit juddery as you start to hit the atmospheres. And one of us needed to strap in. I love this. Certain systems start to automatically spring onto life, artificial gravity and other things. Um, those of you that are still running around the engine room, welcome to Pinball. <laughs> Good thing she's got her armor on. <laughs> That's going to damage the ship a lot, but cool, your damage is going somewhere else then. Yeah. Yes, it's just rolled up in a ball. A hole. Knowing it's coming. <laughs> so... is, is Jess curled up in a ball because they're scared, or is it just because they want to make as least movement as possible? With your armor on. least movement as possible. Okay. <clears throat> With your armor on. You do yes. a total of 22 damage around. Oh god. But with nice, nice softness, Jester. I'm not even going to roll for dexterity to see how, if I actually can stand my ground. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Aww. Um, I'm a suit or not, it's not going to happen. Aww. You take about, you, you Jester, take nine damage. Nine damage? Yes. Okay. And you feel the ship break out into orbit. Waka, you line it up nicely to the moon, and you're about to punch it to carry on the trajectory, and everything shuts down. <gasps> no. The lights go out. Some of the pipes burst, and there is coolant leaking out into the cockpit. Nothing... That's gonna put your lives in danger. But for some reason the ship has pretty much fucked itself. All electronics are down, all communication is down, and your ship is literally just left drifting in space. Ah fuck. We only just broke orbit. This isn't oh this is bad. This is oh shit, this is bad. This is bad. As for Sky, your ass is 
nicely planted inside the engine. <laughs> what? Good job to that armor getting ricocheted all over the place. <laughs> she's more concerned that she can't see anything because she's a human. So she's going to, because her armor is her spellcasting focus, she's going to cast dark vision on herself. But the ship is, thankfully, drifting in the direction of the moon. Nice. That's so good. You're at least snail trailing it. Then Sky is going to try and wedge herself free and then get onto the comms and be like, um, what the fuck just happened? There is just uh. static. Uh oh. But everything was down. How could there even be static? True. Space static. Space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jess? We got issues. We got a lot more than it's all been pitch black issues and we're probably floating in the middle of space. We There's no comms. Oh, dear lord. Please, This you... couldn't have been all your fault. Ah, excuse me. None of it was my fault. The engine was flowing great. We were doing real well in here. It can't be the engine, right? Have to take a look. Well, let's take a look. Let's see if it is the engine. And if we uh, figure out it isn't, we might have to make a little trip over to, uh, you know, uh, where the other two are and uh, figure out if they didn't fuck up anything. Or if the ship just fucked itself up. Yeah, sounds like a plan. All right. Uh, you can see in the dark, right? Yeah, I can see in the dark. Okay, good. Just me then. Um, and then she will start checking over the engine to see if there's, like, if, if basically what happened was caused by the engine. Um, uh, make intelligence. Intelligence again. Okay. Unless you have some specific artificer thing you can roll. Um, I've got a lot of things. That's the fucking problem about artificers. They've got a lot of things. Um, let's see. Uh, nope, that's not it. No, nothing that would do with um, unless I make a check with a tool. But uh, but it, um, but it's with the tools. It's more if I have to fix something. Um. And that's not really coming up right now, so I think it would be yeah more intelligence based. I would say investigation um, then, because you're investigating invest the damage done. Okay, in that case, just to, because I am in, I know I have dark vision cast on me, but I'm gonna give myself guidance just for that extra little blip. Um, and I will roll investigation. Okay, and then a D. I think it comes. I think uh, D4. Is a D4 or D4. That is a twenty altogether. Then dirty twenty. Ooh, dirty twenty. <laughs> Fuck off! That's what they say. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. So, because you guys didn't think to strap in in the engine room, the damage is pretty excessive. Excessive to the. We could. Did I need to? You have your own brains. Walker already thought about it. That, this is the game it's going to be, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
Why do you think she was asking for confirmation from the captain? Mm. Captain wanted to go, not to tell everyone to strap in. <laughs> As Rick always says, don't forget to strap on. Wait. Oh, Lord. You're not sure if there's enough spare parts to probably do it. Mm-hmm. But this engine is pretty much told. Fuck. But can she, from her intelligent investigation role, figure out whether it was from them knocking about or whether it was from some other issue? The engine was literally pristine before launch. Hmm. So it would have been your armor playing pinball with everything around the engine room. Oh, God. In that case, she is going to get to work on try to fix it. She's also got uh, the mending cantrip. You can add also one stress to your sheet. Okay. What does that do? I can't remember. <laughs> um, you get minus one to all rolls. Okay. Um, but she is going to cast mending um, on anything that's dented, like go bit by bit by bit, because I know it's one foot. Oh, is it one foot? Yeah, one foot in any dimension. Um, and she's going to use... Uh, any tool at her disposal to try and fix the issues. And what tools have she got? She's got, well, I think the only ones that would apply are Tinker's tools and Smith's tools. Okay, so what mending is going to do is very bare bones basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not going to fix the already broken components. A lot, all, a lot of these things are completely totaled and will need full replacements. Do we have anything on board that would allow us to make rudimentary repairs? There is a stock of spare parts. Would she know where that is? Did you have a look? She would have read up on it beforehand, probably, if there was a document. I mean, there in your packets, there is a inventory list, but where everything is stored, you would have to go look for. In that case, where would she surmise that the most likely place is? Probably somewhere in the engine room. Then she will start looking in the engine room for parts to try and repair this. Roll investigation. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to do guidance again, but I won't bring it up because there's no point. That's a 20 plus roll d4. That's 21. So straight 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, plus the minus one, so 20, yeah. So, since everything is a complete and utter train wreck mess, it does take you a lot of hours to clear things aside to even find the spare parts. And what spare parts you did have aren't exactly in the best condition now. Okay. Some of them you can probably take apart and scrap, but it's going to take you a lot of hours. Even if I have Jess to help me? Even if you have Jester to help you. Okay. This is a very big engine. This is normally a much larger crew job. Okay. They kind of didn't expect a full repair to be needed, so just someone to keep an eye and maybe do a few bit of tinkering.
then I that's exactly what she'd do. She'd set about it. So it might take you a few hours, it might even take you days, it might take you weeks. Oh, Lord. That's how the extent of damage you're working with on a particularly new, newly invented engine that you have never worked with. Okay. Then in ca that case, she'll look to Jess and be like, this is gonna take a while. Uh, should we go and find the others and let them know what's going on and where we're heading? Seems like the best idea. You want me to go or leave you to it? Or shall we uh, both go? Let's go together because, uh, you know, safety in numbers and plus, you know, we can see what they want to do and uh, then we can come back and work on this together. Yeah. I think the explanation would best come from your mouth too. Yeah, figures. I didn't see that there were seatbelts. Well, same here, but at least I wasn't wear bi wearing big armor. Safety. Gotta have safety. People wear spacesuits in space, so uh, I figured this is the best thing, but uh, let's go see if we can find the others. Yeah, come on. <laughs> And we trundle off to try and find the others. We know where they are, at least. Yeah. So you're going to be walking through the corridors. Have fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Meanwhile, up front... It's pretty dark in there for you guys. Um, there is a bit of light that can come through the front window. So you're not in complete darkness. We're gonna take out a light stick and then just look to the neon light of the neon. <laughs> would the neon be? Would they have any like built-in kind of light sources, or would that be too op? I didn't know if they had like accent mm. or anything. I mean, you can have like something that would be a dim light, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say you are a walking bright light. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, what That's race? Enough exclamation mark so I can see you. What race are you again, Walker? <laughs> Kalastar. Again, human in appearance, but not human. <laughs> That's why I'm checking something. Make a perception check. Ooh. So, you kind of, out of the corner of your eye, as you move that glow stick towards Neon, swear you can see a stick figure wearing a grey top hat. But when you go to properly investigate it, you don't see anybody there. You just see the darkness and a console that's still trying to spark to life. 
and then your attention goes back to Neil. Well, Captain, it looks like, sadly, that the engine was not ready to go. <sighs> okay, um... Do we have a, a backup? Um... Well, technically, yes. Is is the backup running? No, definitely isn't. After all, you couldn't even get access to it, remember? <sighs> Looks and like as far gonna... as I'm guessing, with everything acting as it does, we don't have anything like communications, and I think we even might have possibility of not having more air being made in here, so I don't know if that's a problem for you, but the rest of us <laughs> uh, might be in a bit of a bind with that. Yeah, I don't need to breathe, but that's going to be a problem for you if the air filtration's down. Uh, it, do you want to stay here and I can go and look for the others? No, no, I'll come along. If we finally get that problem, it's, it's going to be a long time, but it's still going to be something that's going to grow. And we will still have the suits and their combined air supply, as far as I would understand it, unless they've been... You know, not paying the cost right there, but again, we need to find out at least what happened down there, so... Unless there's something else you want to check, then... We better get down to them. Also, um, let me know if you see something in the corner of your eye. If... I'm a little suspicious over something, but I'm not certain yet. Well, And Neon do like a quick sweep of the room and see if there's anything out of the ordinary for them? Yeah, roll a perception. Oh uh, no! That's the... that's a natural one. It's a very high natural one, but it's still a natural one. You look around and you suddenly see a bit of a static outage on your monitors. But everything seems fine. Okay. Sorry, I just realized I have reliable talent. Um, oh, yeah. Whenever you make an ability check that lets you add your proficiency bonus, you can treat a d20 roll of 9 or lower as a 10. Oh, there we go. Would that, would that count here? I'm just curious about your numbers, though. How is it a oh, 9 yeah. on a 1? Uh, let's see. Did I mess up my... I've got... Oh, because the... Uh, the uh, passive plus five is added to it. Yeah, but that's not how it works. I know, I know, I know, passive I know. That. Shouldn't, <laughs> the, that should only be on the passive perception. I've got passive perception modifier plus five, mm -hmm. but I haven't got... I've got expertise on oh. perception. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I've got expertise on perception, so that's... Um, let's have a look. I've got a plus nine to perception, then expertise. So if it was a natural one, it should have been a ten. That's weird. That is weird. I just used... Yeah, I've just got the expertise option turned on on my sheet. 
So I'm not sure. Hmm. It's very weird. I'm not sure what's happened there. Yeah, expertise just doubles your proficiency bonus for those roles, doesn't it? Yeah. So that would be, so I've got a plus nine to perception, and then it would be, um, my proficiency bonus is a four. So let's see what my roll actually says. Plus four, plus... Natural one, plus ten, plus four, plus five. Why is it... Has it added the passive perception? Yeah. Modifier? Why has it done that? That's very weird. Reliable talent on. I don't remember. I guess it did that by itself. Yeah, I'd take off the passive perception modifier plus five and just men take a mental note. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know, like, maybe when I put on reliable talent, it was automatically adding that plus five. Maybe. And then I'd added the, the, plus, uh, the plus five onto the modifier and then it, it like, added that unnecessarily, so... Give it another well, roll anyway. Way, we'll test it out. Yeah, yeah let me just either way, either way, you have you have a... Oh, there we go. <laughs> I mean, you rolled the same, but... I... Yeah, it's automatically putting the plus five on there. It's still... So that's a two plus ten, plus four plus five. Before it was a natural one plus ten, plus four plus five. Yeah, that's why it's... It's just funky. Yeah, something's wonky. I can't figure out what's gone wrong with my sheet. It's neon. Neon is wonky. It's neon, neon is wonky. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what's happening. It's there. fine. So, what's your because you've got reliable talents? So that means anything yeah. that is below a ten, it makes it an automatic ten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For what you roll. So then, you just add you add your you add your uh, perception bonus, which is what's your perception? The number. Uh, my perception is um, a plus nine. So it would be a 19. And then my proficiency is doubled because I've got expertise, which would be a plus eight on top of that. If I'm correct. I reckon you must have rolled I, low I think... and it autoed you to a 10 and put it in the maths. Yeah, I think Oh, does so. it do that? I think so. Oh, I didn't know it actually did that. I thought you had to do it, like, work it out manually. It must do, because you couldn't act, you Because, you, like, a plus, a plus nine... What's your... Hang on, what's your uh, wisdom? Uh, my wisdom is um, plus one. Then that makes perfect sense. That means that your um, perception is actually only a plus nine. Because mm -hmm. the number you have next to it already adds your proficiency and any other kind of bonuses. Ah, okay. Oh, so yeah. Even if, I see. Even if, because like I have, I have a plus three in in wisdom, and my perception without uh, expertise is a plus seven. Mm -hmm. So if I let me for a moment, uh, is perception. If I gave myself expertise in perception with a plus three, it would be a plus eleven. So yeah, your plus nine is correct. Okay, 
So with reliable talent, it gives you you can't you can't roll anything below a ten. So so you're all okay. fine now, basically. So I'm I'm fine. Okay. So when I've so with reliable talent, it's automatically raising any roll I make below a Aaron, ten. So that's what's happening that's from what we what could assume is. at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think roll twenty must have made some changes because I'm sure it didn't used to do that. Yeah, yeah they have. Did either. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. No worries. Uh, but yeah, same thing. You. Scanned around, and there was a bit of a static glitch. So, but as far as you were assuming, you saw nothing weird. Okay. Um, it's totally fine. Um, you you glitch out all the time. Uh, I, I'm not seeing anything, but I'll keep an eye out. I'm just checking something. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay, we'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah, we'll just leave it for now. Because if not, we'll be sitting here humming and hollering all night. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, if we've agreed to both go together and, and to the engine room, uh, I think Neon will start heading that way. Not like we can do anything there. Up here, anyway. So, yeah, better uh, figure this out in the same place if we can't communicate with each other from a distance. And while they get down there, he will be humming a song. <laughs> what just... song do you hum? I linked it in the Discord, but. If anyone is curious, it's made by steam-powered giraffe, the stars. I, I will check out later because I can't check out right now because of recording. Mm, that's fair, that's fair. Unless you want to hum yourself a certain little bit of it. Let's go without a care. Adventure. Oh, sorry. Oh no, that's fine. Caught it by one of the buds at the bar, singing it. So as you both parties step out into the hallways of this brand spanking new ship that you have had zero time to explore, can I get a survival check from one person from each party? Don't all nominate each other too fast. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to get my survival. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to cast Guidance again. And uh, plus D4. So, 18. 19. Oh, wait, no, you've got that minus yeah, one, so 18. Yeah, plus minus one, that's why 18. Cool, 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 cool. Anyone encountered any seeds of fear considering you're in the dark? Nope. Uh that's why I have a light out. I also have one of the glow sticks out, and I pass another one to Jess. Because these seeds of fear I... could get you inspiration. I... Yeah? 
cool, 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 cool. Just bear all this in mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. I know what mine are, and we're fine. <laughs> your greatest suffering could be your greatest rewards. Mm. Uh, so says the guy who has a cult. Any, um, from Neon or Alvin, who is making the survival? What? I can do it, but I can't say that I'm expertise at it. Um, neither am I. Who's got Yo. the highest survival? <laughs> Mine's sick. One. Okay, I, I'll be doing you. it then. <laughs> there we go. Yay! An 18. Same thing, yay! Yay! So... Well, that's just evil on your mic. Pick it's back on that. Yeah. All right. So you all navigate through the hallways, and you walk through some corridors with some nice windows out into the views of space. Um, both pies catch a glimpse of the planet below from orbit. The nice, bright blue jewel that is your home. And the silvery one up ahead, that is your destination. Can one person who didn't roll the survival roll me 1d10? So this is Neon, roll me a 1d10, and Jester, roll me 1d10. Okay. A two. Nine. So with that two, Esteem gets hit by a sign. <laughs> you hear a distant scream? In space? That's impressive. <laughs> it's Esteem is very talented. And he's well, two point five. We're in a we're in a ship. Yeah, yeah that's true. And he's two point five million light years away. His, his powers are screen. beyond comprehension. Esteem's lungs. It's called magic for a reason. Yep. Okay, so you guys, Sky and Jester, eventually navigate through the hallways and you end up in the cockpit. But without, with no <laughs> Neon or Alistair. Alistair? Alvin? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Alistair! <laughs> Welcome to Dragon Age Origins. This was all a ruse. I'm going to be king. <laughs> Depends what playthrough you do. <laughs> what are you telling me? You're gonna stab me in the back? <laughs> no. Send me out I, to I think Bex is still playing no. through that game, so spoilers. Anyway, you two make it to the cockpit while the other two are not there. So I would. Uh, shit, that's not good. Where the hell are they? I don't know. They should be right here. Do you think they've wandered off to the engine room? We should have passed each other. Yeah, exactly. We should have passed each other. This is weird. Neon! Alvin! I can't pronounce your fucking name. Alvin, are you hiding anywhere? Like, not the time to be playing pranks or anything. That's usually my shtick. Yes, just screams at the top of her lungs. Neon! 
<laughs> Alvin! Simon! Theodore! <laughs> well, fuck, it kind of looks like they're not here, and uh, as good I as I am with mechanical stuff, uh, I'm not good with this kind of stuff. I feel like being a merciful DM. Walker and Bakes, you can pick what room you wandered into that isn't the same room they're in. Ooh. I guess the I guess the engine room would be the most useful. <laughs> If we that's the room you yeah, want to pick. Literally, we just After literally all, went to those rooms. Yeah, the oh. thing is more like, you know, it's just we're going up and down the stairs and there is only one end destination each way. So it's just like, how the fuck? There is in corridors. That's why I wanted a better map. Okay. But I kind of got stuck with this. Hmm. It's, it's hilarious. We went down this corridor, you guys went down that corridor. <laughs> Apparently. So you can pick any other room except for the cockpit and the engine room. How about that? Mm. I'll get just for a change of scenery. The kitchen? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that actually. Yeah, not in the kitchen. <laughs> Get a snack while you're there. <laughs> All the food's gonna spoil. We gotta do something about it fast. Yes. <laughs> Bridges are down. Let's make the entire French restaurant menu. <laughs> Man, I was actually gonna write a menu in French for you guys, but I ran out of time. <laughs> I actually wanted you guys to be in the city more and actually meet at a cafe that had tiny dragons making all the food and stuff. Oh god. But I work. Yeah. Anyway. You enter the kitchen and your only source of light is the one you are holding. And maybe the odd blips and bloop from Neon. As you approach, there is a figure at the fridge. Large and you're assuming white? Alvin stares hard at it and connects with it instantly and asks, Who the fuck are you? As you sort of hear it clanking and going around, you're assuming it's rummaging inside your fridge. And you see it straighten up and it starts nearly filling the room. As you sort of start hearing cracks of its arms slowly sort of reach out as if it's trying to stretch and spread out 
and its back is still to you. These long red claws start to scrape at the steelwork as it, you now have this creature's attention. Does it reply? I, I can't do it, but it's kind of it lets out hissings and very throaty crackles. Well, no, he's literally connected to it, thereby he is in its speaking to it in its mind, and if it thinks anything, it'll come back. Ow, give me a sec, man. I think it needs to have a mac uh, minimum intelligence to be able to communicate back to you? Nope. That's the wonderful thing about my ability. I just, it just needs to be able to speak any sort of language. Um, then I can translate it. <laughs> no, no, it has telepathy. That's more than enough. So as you enter its mind, it Kind of like you're standing in a gig with a thousand voices trying to scream and pierce it into your ears all at once. And you keep trying to either retract from the connection or try and work out what it's saying. But it seems you're not just connecting with this creature, you're connecting to a much larger hive network. And this one is either scaring around and scratching, trying to say it's hungry, or it wants to rip your eyes out and eat your brains. Very hard to figure out where the in-between is here. Yeah, we got a problem. What do we do? Well, if it wasn't just you and I, I would definitely go with kill it, but I don't know if we can take this on on our own. Unless you feel confident enough that you can take that on. It sort of lowers itself onto all fours and gives a bit of an intimidating screech in your direction. Ah. Uh. I vote locking it in here <laughs> and going to find the others. Captain's orders. Let's go. Can we just run out of the room and try to like... Before well, you yeah. run out of the room, make a perception check. Okay. A 26. Let me roll stealth on this thing first. So Alvin, you wouldn't notice it. But Neon, we'll come mm -hmm. back to that. Okay. Because while the other two step onto the bridge, you both look out the front window. Probably expected to see Neon and Alvin sitting there. 
Thanks, darkness. <laughs> and the moon seems a bit more closer in orbit. All of a sudden. Like, disastrously close or normal close? No, like, you've kind of somehow drifted. I mean, space, distance, this isn't your forte. You you think, big engine, have good punch. Very good, very nice. Big punch goes uh, up. That, that look, I'm glad we're drifting to the moon because I think that's where we're going, but, uh, we got here awful quick. Considering the engine's all busted. Just how fast are we drifting? I couldn't tell you. I mean, there's nothing really to base it on. I don't see any other planets around, so I can't really... And how would you even tell if you did? Uh, you know what? Probably best we go and find the people who are good at figuring out stuff like that and let them know we're awfully close because uh, we might have to strap in for uh, a collision. Considering everything so far, strapping in does sound like a good idea. Yeah. You suddenly notice that your lights go out. What, our glow sticks? Oh, yeah. Uh! Glow sticks don't just... Wait, no, they do. Hold on. She reaches into her bag and pulls out another one, cracks it. Make me an arcana check. Okay. For a glow stick? Okay. <laughs> This is this is new. Uh Arcana. Oh. Oh, 13, not great. He he's not hiding it, so. As soon as you crack it, you notice that you can't see the glow stick, but you can feel it in your hand. Uh JS, can uh, you uh see and standing the glow stick between I just... you? You see some very slender fingers, nearly stick-shaped, ignite a very tiny match. As you look toward Jester, you just see this massive yellowing teeth smiling. The face that's there to greet you is very white. Not pale, literally white. As if dust. Skin looks chipped. The man is wearing a top hat. You can't tell if that's made of cotton or cotton candy, but again, it's white. But he seems very bony. The nice, literally bright neon teeth and the eyes are a bright neon. It is a bit dark in here, isn't it? Guy immediately jumps back five feet <laughs> and starts readying her uh, thunder gauntlets that are on her armor. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Just get away from whatever this thing is. As you get ready, he starts to very darkly chuckle. And then he slowly brings that very tiny match in his very slender stick fingers to his lips and blows. 
and you are just in pitch black darkness. At this point, Imagine. with the other two, oh, okay. you see a black long tail slenderly drop above the white creature and wrap around its neck and suddenly yank it up towards the ceiling. The creature completely unaware. As it gets pulled into what you've now noticed as some sort of air vent. And all you can hear is it scratching at the ceiling trying to get free. And then it just drops half its body. Squirting blood into the darkness. And very elegantly following from it. A much larger frame but not too similar from Neons. In a more natural, very animalistic design, it's completely black. Its teeth look like it's made of metal. It has this very long, slenderish head. But it has no eyes as it takes the place of this creature. As I have to art for it, because ha 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 ha, I ran out of time. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Has Neon seen anything like this before? You have not. But I would like you to roll me a history check. Okay. Um, that's a 15. No. I'm going to say no. No, you don't know what creature this is. Okay. Uh, yeah, the answer's gonna look at it and be like, okay, um, even bigger problem. <laughs> but I would like you two both to roll me initiative. Oh. Okay. Roll 20, let me click on my thing. Uh, oh. That's fine, I didn't have to do any descending thing. Teehee. Please don't do teehee. Teehee. AJ, I will bring it out, I swear to god. <laughs> Tee. So, going back to the end of room, you start to hear maniacal laughter as the lights go dark. And you feel something touch your shoulder. Jester, you feel something wrap around your ankle. 
and quite instantly as you touch, it touches your shoulder. You can feel the paint chipping on your armor. Oh, Sky's immediately moving away from that. Oh, no, my armor, no. Both roll initiative. Ah, sack. All right. Let's see. Click on my token. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm gonna sneeze. Oh. I'm not gonna sneeze. Sneeze, just let bitch. it out, damn it. Nope, it's just going to clog itself. Ow. Sneeze, bitch. It's not going to happen. Ugh. <laughs> I hate colds. Okay. So what did you roll on that A history check, Neon? Fifteen. Uh fifteen, yeah. You do somehow access a bit of a static E file. The man on the moon danced one full night the man on the moon bathed in moth moonlight he came and he spoke but only a whisper sealed away the dread god Asmodeus blah 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 DM ran out of interesting things to put at the end of this So Neon remembers Professor Beck's, for some reason, stumbling upon this very old nursery rhyme of the Mothman who lives in the moon. And it's how somehow linked to sealing of some ancient god called Asmodeus. And that is the end of the memory. Okay. Which Asmodeus has been mentioned before. But it depends who was paying attention in previous sessions. Anyway, creature feature. That's not what the music I wanted. That's the music I wanted. And skip. There it is. Okay, so thoughts, feelings before we end the combat? Yeah. A lot of fucking confusion. 
Same with Jess. A lot of confusion. A lot of confusion as to what the fuck is going on. Uh, Does Neon have time to say anything to uh, Alvin? Um, I'll say sure. I'll give you a tiny free action. Yeah, I think that just as they have that flash of memory, just go like, As- Asmodeus? Uh, Asmodeus. Asmodeus? Something to do with... A man, a man on the moon? They're just kind of like holding their heads in confusion. Uh, I don't know, I just got kind of a fragment of a memory. Um, we'll have to check your data banks later. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, that's what we're going to do for now. Okay, so we'll start with Sky, since you're top of combat. Okay, so you said I was in complete darkness, right? Yep, you are in magical darkness. So I, even with dark vision, I can't see through it? Nope. Shit. Okay, that's not good. Uh... Let's see what I have. Give me a moment. So, can I sense that there's something next to me, or am I, do I feel like I'm just alone? Um, you have a rough idea where Jester is, obviously. You have no idea okay. about the other creature in the room with Jester. Okay. But you know something is touching your armor and has sharp oh. claws and has chipped the paint. You're, you're that attached to your armor, you know when chip has painted. Painted it chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Painted it chip, yeah, yes. Uh Hmm Okay, so would I know from my base intelligence that this this magic this darkness is magical. Um what did you roll on your Arcana 13? 13. Um I would say because you can't see your hand in front of your face, mm. easy assumption that you are in magical darkness. All right, I'm gonna take a risk. I don't know if this is gonna work. Um, I am going because I can't see shit. I could just attack, but I don't know what these things are, and I need to see. We both need to see, and I assume that the creature that is touching the armor is the f- at least the thing that is casting the spell or etc uh so i am going to cast with my action dispel magic did it come up it did not what the fuck what the fuck all right something that's weird hang on 
Let me check the uh, thing. Spell card, it should come up. Which uh, should be fine. What the shit? Why isn't it coming up? That is weird as fuck. Oh, that's why. Fuck's sake. Why would I roll it a different- Oh, fuck's sake. There we go. Now it's coming up. There we go. And what level are you casting it at? I can't cast it higher than the level it is, which is level 3, because I don't have a level 4 spell slot. I would say that it only dispels between you and Jester. Well, it does It does say that for each... For, Dif- it depends on, depends on what spell the spell slot Yeah. No, but it says it depends on what level the spell was cast at. So any spell third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. Yeah. So what I'm saying is oh. the caster has cast a higher level spell. Okay. But I'm being nice and saying you have to spell it to a point where you can see Jester. Then at least I can see Jester and be like, what the fuck is going on here? What the and she's going to try and, well, like, not move. She's staying where she is because she wants to stay within melee with these fuckers. <clears throat> but um, she's going to try and shrug the shoulder, the, the hand off her shoulder so it doesn't continue to crack the paint. Okie dokie. And I don't think I can do anything with a bonus action because none of my... Cantrips are bonus actions, from what I can tell. Nope, they're your actions. Uh, let me check. What have I got here? Uh, actually, with a bonus action, since I wouldn't have had it out, can I just... Um, well, because it would be part of the armor, can I just whip out the shield? I'll say yeah. Okay, then she's got her. Uh, I don't remember what the what the shield is called, but she's got her he's, she's got her arcane shield out, so she's ready for battle. And then next turn she'll do something. <clears throat> okay, Alvin, you're in the kitchen. You just watch this. Strange creature out of nowhere just suddenly get destroyed by a different strange creature. And this strange creature that comes down, he just goes, fuck no, and then he casts Polymorph. <laughs> oh. Nice. Oh, not another chicken. That's <laughs> um, a chicken, this is a turtle. I've got to roll a wisdom save. These are new creatures to me, so give me a second.
Okay. Uh, oop. It has turned into a very black and angry turtle. You have acquired one turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Just looks so neon. Okay, that should buy us a bit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna quickly check. Some, and then he pulls out the smartphone to see if there's maybe a connection still, since they're more internally on the ship and there might be. There still is that no at signal. least. You have battery, but there's no signal. I had what? You, you have, have battery, battery a... but you yeah. have no signal. Mm. Yeah, we're kind of in space. There's not much space in space. Hmm. Got an idea. Just give me a second and that's the end of his turn. Because I can't cast two spells on the same time. Annoying. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, what you can, can the cast turtle... a cantrip in a spell. Yeah, but it's not a cantrip. I know. I don't think the turtle can do anything when it's its turn, if can it? And walk around. It, it can be a turtle. Exactly. Um, it's going to start moving towards your toes. <laughs> munch, munch, snap, snap. <laughs> I hope you went snapping, turtle, because that's what you've got. Unfortunately for Jester, though. Oh, sweet Jester. You've had the magical darkness ma magically lift from around you. You haven't noticed this other creature, but you do feel... And, Guy, you do witness a strange claw mark start to appear. If it hurts. Does an 18 hit? To me? Yukuro. Oh. Yukuro? Yep. Yep. That hits. Yeah, that hits. That's 18, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. And... Oh, why did I just put it down like this? Well, take 10 slashing damage. Okay. And make an acrobatics or athletics check. I'll go for athletics. So you're not grappled. That's good. There's a 10 here. How much damage have I taken overall there? Sorry. Uh, you've only taken 10 damage at the moment. Okay, yeah. And it gets a second attack, so does a 10 hit. Okay. Or does it not hit your armor class? 
Uh, my armor class, that's 13. So no, the, the second attack does not hit. Okay. And that is all it can do. So you just see this random claw mark appear on Jester. And then you notice a black hand with silverish claws trying to make another swipe and completely miss. And it is now to Neon and the Snapping Turtle. Hey, um, Neon is going to, uh, move around here, um, and then from, like, the, the kind of cutout point in their trouser leg where they can access a, um, a compartment in their leg, they, uh, like, flip up a, a panel and pull out a little fold-up baton. And uh, it unfolds, and they're gonna give this little turtle a smack. You're gonna smack it to turtle. I'm gonna smack the turtle. Um, what? It doesn't turn back if it gets attacked as a walker. Uh, I think you'll find it does. Is it? Depen depends how many. Uh, hit points a turtle has because the same thing happened in Critical Role it's like don't hit the sloth that's all I remember <laughs> don't hit the sloth and yeah unfortunately depends what you yeah, turn it into it will into. revert back to its normal oh no I don't know how polymorph works <laughs> so it depends on how many hit points does a turtle have now I need to depends. figure out how to spell turtle Ooh, shit. Depends on the depends on the DM. Depends if I have a turtle sheet. <laughs> you might not, so you might have to come up with HP on the spot, depending on what kind of turtle it is. I have a dragon turtle. Do you do you, you want it to be a? It might overencumber the ship and fall straight into space, but dragon turtle. I've got about an ancient dragon turtle, a regular dragon turtle, a dragon turtle wormling, a young dragon turtle. A teenage mutant ninja turtle? Tra tra transformation lasts for duration or until the target reaches zero hit points or dies. Yeah, so if Neon does enough damage, it'll, it'll change back. Uh. Uh. Roll for damage. First roll to hit. Well, that too. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to hit. I mean, it only has two hit points, apparently. Oh no, I'm sorry, I've got to change it back. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh. Oh. Uh. Am I going off its armor class or the turtle's armor class? Turtles. So, it's a 17, so no, that does not hit. Oh! That's a turtle good. has a 17 armor class? <laughs> Apparently, according to this random sheet I just found. Jesus, fuck. It's a tiny turtle, I guess. It makes weird sense. And I it's mean, fair. It's very hit difficult to turtle. hit because it's so small and it has I, a shell. I'm glad that it missed. 
No, dear, don't stab the turtle. Stabs the floor. The ship <laughs> cries. <laughs> Captain, when I tell you to stand still, don't start smacking the turtle. I, I panicked. <laughs> Neon is gonna. Can I use my um, uh, cunning action to uh, disengage from the turtle? No, you may not. <laughs> no. Okay. Go on. Uh, and back away. Okay. Meanwhile, back on the bridge. Sky, you will now receive the attacks. Does a 10 hit? Nope. Does a 15 hit? Nope. Never mind. <laughs> Jester, your turn. And if I remember right, you need to go soon. Yeah. Um, assuming this thing still has its claws around Jester's ankle, whatever it is. A... Yes, we'll say yeah. it has its hands around your ankles. Okay, well, Jess is going to take out her baton and just smack at the thing at her ankle. Just oh. to try it. Make a dismack attack. Uh, where is it? There it is. Um, yeah, that hits, and you smack it in the head. Well, you smack its hand, and it just kind of screeches, but it doesn't, like, go. Right, okay. It's kind of just shakes its hand, like, ow, and then just grabs your ankle again. Right. How dare you? Um, I get three attacks, don't I, at this level? I think. Uh, Travaganda. Yes. Yeah, so you, all right. You, you've used one, and now you get another two. Because that's your basic attack, and then you get your extra attack, and then you get another extra attack for a total of three. Okay. Okay, well, as soon as that doesn't work, she's going to take out her revolver and just shoot at the thing. Damn. Okay, make sure. Okay. Um... No, so it'll only get you. Make me a dexterity saving throw, please. As I do maths for the damage you've done. Uh, 
you fail. So you take 18 acid damage. So you go to shoot it, and then this green liquid starts spraying over you, and you notice that it starts to burn. Right. And erode into your flesh. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I think at that point she's just... She's just stunned at the moment. She's just sort of gobsmacked, so I think no. <laughs> Okay then. And we are over to Sky. Sky just looks at uh Jess after being having like this massive amount of acid damage uh done to her and it's just like fuck shit, what the shit are these things? And uh she is gonna turn to the thing in front of her. Um, well, whatever it is, well, next to her, it's it's still touching her, right? I mean, you shrugged it off, so you're not sure if it's still touching you or not. Yeah, but I generally know the direction it's in, so basically her thinking is fucking murder this thing so that she can go over and help Jess. Jess. Um, so that's what she's gonna do. So as a bonus action, I'm gonna... Hmm, actually, should I... Yeah, okay, as a bonus action, I have to find it first. Oh, God. Oh, where is it? 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 Ah, here it is. It's under armor model. Oh, that is a lot of text. Uh, okay, I will... I'll just copy and paste. Oh, I can't copy and paste. Well, that's a fucking ton of bullshit right there. Um... Why are you sending all the text? I'm sorry, because just to prove. Uh, but her armor, if you go to defensive field, as a bonus action, you can gain temporary hit points equal to your level in this class, uh, replacing any temporary hit points you already have. I haven't got any yet, so I just get 12. Uh, you lose the temporary hit points if you doff the armor. I'm not going to doff the armor. You can use this bonus action a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. So I've got a proficiency of four, so I'm going to tick off one use of uh, that, wherever it is. Oh, good God, so many things here. But I doubt these would stack. What? Your defense no, field. They, don't, they won't no, stack. They no, don't, they don't stack, but I haven't cast it yet, so I'm okay. not going to re I'm not going to recast it as a bonus action until I lose those temporary hit points. Yeah, so pretty straightforward. Uh, you get temporary hit points. Yeah. Uh, da -da 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 -da, hold on, please. Um, actually, I'll, fi I'll find it in a second to, uh, oh no, it was defensive field, so that one. Okay, that's one use of that free left, um, and I'm going to turn it in its general direction and try and attack it with my, uh, with my, my armor, with my, uh, whatever they're called, my brain is dying today, um, so I've got one, I've got one, uh, wow, that is some clear typing. It feels like I'm, it feels like somebody's typing right next to me. <laughs> that, that is some crystal clarity. We, we um, have to say goodbye to Kuro. Oh, no. Yeah, I've got to go now. Oh. 
you. <laughs> have have a good shift, buddy. Yeah, I will. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Yeah, have, Bye. A good have a good day. See you soon. Good night. Have See you. Night. Okay. Ah, her gauntlets. So she's going to attack twice with her thunder gauntlets because artificers get two attacks. Let's see if it happens. Um, do I, the, despite knowing generally where this thing is, do I get disadvantage attack? I'm going to say no. So just straight roll. Straight roll. Okay. Let's see. Make your 17. Rolls. Does not hit. Oh, shit. I'm going to try again. That Not one first. hits. Okay. Oh, these have thing have I am a I'm a class. I know the feeling. Uh that is 10 uh points of thunder damage. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Um and that's all I can do. I want to stay I want to stay in combat with this thing so it doesn't go after Jester and just I want to destroy it. So I'm staying right where I am. How do your thunder gauntlets work? Is it like a physical punch or uh, let me read. Hold on. Uh, I know how it works in my brain, but I'm not sure if the game will allow it. Because um, it feels like there should be, like, something bludgeoning or piercing that should be happening. Uh, if it's melee. Thunder gauntlets. Each of the armor's gauntlets counts as a simple melee weapon while you aren't holding anything in it. And it deals 1d8 thunder damage on a hit. So basically, because, like, like the design of her suit that I put the picture up, she's just oh. got, like, you know, she just puts her hand in there. So I'm just gonna say she punches. <laughs> She punches and it lands on lands on contact and it's but it's thunder damage because her light her fist just lights up with thunder and as she hits it just impacts with it. Okay. A creature and it says a creature hit by the gauntlet has disadvantage on attack rolls against against targets other than you until the start of your next turn. As the armor magically emits a distracting pulse when the creature attacks someone else. So basically, if the thing facing me tries to attack Jester, it's going to get disadvantage on his attack because my armor is going to go like blinky, blinky, shiny, shiny. And it's going to be like, nah, bitch. <laughs> uh, that's not what I'm trying to figure out. What are you trying to figure out? Well, it's supposed to have an effect when a creature gets hit with a bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing type of damage. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out if the gauntlets are like... They're not. Being it's slapped in the face by a taser, or...? Taser, pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. It just does pure thunder damage. There's no piercing, there's no bludgeoning, it's just you you flavor it however... But either way, it just does thunder Favorite. damage. Okie dokie. So I could flavor it that she just has, like, a round globe that does thunder damage like a taser but now nah, i want her to punch things but it does thunder damage rather than bludgeoning and anything else you'd like to do no that's all i can do uh back to alvin alvin tries to remember the image of the ship which corridor goes to where where specifically um are everything on the ship because after all, the cockpit's at the top and the engine is at the bottom. But where's the other four in comparison to each other? I would say they're spaced around, kind of in the middle. Fair enough, so we're somewhere in the middle. The next thing he's got to do is pull out his smartphone, write a message, less than 25 words, and then he's going to be casting 
relay text. And it's gonna... And suddenly Sky's going to feel a vibration in her pants. Who? Oh, that's, co- that's considering you think it's in her pants. Who? Oh, oh, so going to feel some vibrations one way or another. Oh, then, you, then, then Jester would definitely definitely hear a sound of, well, that's new. <laughs> as, as, as Sky looks down to her boobs. You think she's going to mm, keep it in mm. her pants? She's going to keep it between her boobs. <laughs> Even better than fine. <laughs> Rick senses a disturbance in the force. But a good kind. Oh, God. And I'm assuming I get to read it on my next turn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, then I'll do that next time. Send a message to Sky about where we are and what we've encountered. But we need to decide if we're staying here or we're moving up to them. What do you say, Captain? Uh, I think that sounds like a good idea. Janice, just where should we meet them? Hello? Oh, okay, I said I won't be able to play, but could I listen in on my phone? Yeah, I said that's cool. Fair enough. Have they sent that to me by DM? Am I having a... Yeah, they did. And they sent it in public. Cool, 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 cool. I thought Brain just went... <clears throat> but yeah, you've, you've sent that text. You can read it on the next turn. Um... Turtle, what does Turtle do? Turtle doesn't really do anything. Turtle's still trying to bite toes. Um, can can Turtle be turned back now? I can hold this up for an hour, so... Yeah. Can you at least give him some less? He's just ruining your boots at this point. He's definitely trying, but he needs to get through my AC first. The AC of your boot? The AC of me, because I won't just let him do that. You know, I'll just move my feet around him, it is. But he's only tiny turtle. That doesn't change that I want him to ruin my boots. He he just goes snappy snappy. Yeah, I know how a fucking hard a turtle can snap. Even a tiny one. Anyway, skipping turtle. Going back to Jester, the other one. Uh, Ten, um, open Jester. Does not hit. That hits. Ugh, maths. Brain cannot do math. And that one's done. And we're back to Neon. Sorry, I didn't realize I was on mute. Um, so... We're trying to take this turtle somewhere, uh, right? So... Has Alvin got it? Take it to the airlock if you want. Oh, that's a good plan. Uh, so is Alvin already, like, holding on to it? Has he grabbed it? No, 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 it's just still trying to bite his boots since he was, after all, more busy texting. 
with magic. Uh, can, can Neon try to grab it? Make my turtle, ask the DM. Make, 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 make grapple check. Acrobatics or athletics, your choice. Ah, oh, means I've got to find a turtle's acrobatics or athletics. Yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind, I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> you, you very smoothly pick up a snappy turtle. Oh, you'd think I'd done this before. Uh, okay. It, it's kind of trying to thrash around, but it looks like it's in very slow motion. Neon holds it very far out in front of him. Slow motion um, T-Rex. Where is the nearest airlock? That would be up in this room, depending on your navigation. Okay. So basically, where you first boarded the ship. Okay, and would I need to make a check to see if I can remember that direction? I would say survival at advantage, because you know roughly whereabouts that is. Okay. Come from there, yes. Survival advantage. Um, <coughs> Unless you roll something like a natural one. That's not, that's not great. That's, that's an eight. <laughs> You find the bathroom. Cool. Just flush it down the toilet. <laughs> um. Was the was picking up the turtle part of my? Uh, was it my action to pick up the turtle? I'd say it was a bonus action. Okay. Can I use my action to? Move in the direction that Neon thinks is the towards the airlock, but may actually be the bathroom. I think. Sure, you can use your action to do that. I I would say you get halfway down a corridor. I'll just shall I just put neon here? Yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll theater of the mind it. Yeah. Welcome to a random so, corridor holding Snappy Turtle. Yeah, that's currently what Neon is doing. Like, it's, it's, you could just hear them going down the corridor, going ah. Till Polymorph wears out, that it's like oh no. Oh no. Oh no. It's fine. It's, First it's pipe. an hour. It's an hour unless we do anything to it. Won't smack it with a baton again. Everything's going to be fine. Man, what happens if the ship judders and you just drop it? Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, Shocky Boy's going to try and attack this guy again. 16. A 24. That, that, that'd be out. Kaz. Kaz. What? 16 hit. Oh, me? No, yeah. it doesn't hit. 24 hit. Ah, god damn it. That's one point above my AC. Yeah, good. Take eight slashing. 
Wait, slash. All right, that get, that get rid. Let's get rid of some of my uh, temporary hit points. So it is written. So it shall be. Hmm. That's all I could do. Jester, who who wants to drive the Jester bus? I've never played a fighter, so don't look at me. Rep. Okay, time for the DM to speedrun. Room melee range. Crap, the DM sucks at speed running. Ooh, no. Ooh, no. Um, anything else you can do as a bonus action? Nope. Bells. Nope. Ah, uh, crap. Okay, to Sky. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to do the uh, action again because I'm out of this just yet, so I'm going to see if there's something else I can do that would possibly cause more damage, but that. Mm. But if I cast a spell... I'm trying to be Kuro. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Also, near roll me perception check. Mm-hmm. What, what, what Sky is seeing. Crap. Well, you're now at orbit of the moon, and there is a pair of wings... Kind of draconic like very uh -oh. large coming out of the moon. Oh. Bigger than ship. Oh no. Oh thick. Pair of wings. But very very big. You you also see Slender Man just sort of wagging his finger going tick tock tick tock, but that's a different thing for Leia. <laughs> Okay. Choices, choices, choices. Fuck it, I'll save that just in case. I'm just going to attack it with my <coughs> armor again. So, one attack. Oh, 27. Hits. 23. Hits. Right. So, first damage is 14 points of thunder damage. Next one is 8 points of thunder damage. And hold your horses. Mer? Continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have healing word, do I? No, I just have cure wounds. Okay. Uh, My brain can't doesn't do dial up. Yeah, I joined the club. Uh, I can't do anything with bonus action, so that is me. Okay then. Alvin, Captain has run out with Snappy Turtle. Okay, okay. What what do? What is choice? Well, first he's going to throw away the glow stick, and then he's going to pull out his flashlight and turn that on. You had a flashlight this whole time? Oh yeah, I had a flashlight this whole time, but I was just saving in case something stupid was going to happen. You saved those glow sticks <laughs> for a rave. 
And I certainly got one with all sorts of glittering monsters that's spreading blood everywhere on the floor. I'd say as soon as you step out into the hallway, you would then notice the same as um, Neon. M minus the Mothman going tick-tock, tick-tock. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I forgot. With a bo I forgot about the text. Could I Could I look at that with a bonus action? Sure. Uh, she just sees the text. I assume she can't return it because I assume her phone no, no, would it's, say it's no signal. No, no, it's a one-way thing. It's a one-way thing. No, I know. I know. I don't, but she doesn't... I don't. I assume she doesn't know that spell. I would you have ever used it around her? Well, that depends on if they would have sent messages <gasps> to each other and he, if they were out of range, then that could happen, mm. yes. Well, she probably sent text to everyone, to be fair, and called. Mm. So, hey, but, but this is, again, something that can work without even there being a connection, as long as the thing is just on. That's fair, but I think, I think, assuming the fact that we have no signal, she'd see that be like, how the fuck? And then mm -hmm. realize it has to be a spell, and just be like, uh, in her his head, His name just is like, going to be in it, because it's still from his phone. Yeah. But you'll know it from him. But, yeah, she's just gonna put it back, put it back between her boobs and just be like, I don't know how he did that, but, uh, maybe I can head there as soon as I finish here? <laughs> anyway, continue. Well, I'm writing the message now since you still saw it, so I was still going to make certain that you know the words are there, because it can't be 25 words. No, I mean... She's read the text, so... Yep. What, what are you doing in the hallway? But not, she doesn't know what the text says, but okay, sure, fine. He's following the captain, giving some extra light, since apparently the captain is only using the neon from their glow in their helmet. Because they're oh, busy yeah. holding a turtle. Neon also doesn't like the dark. <laughs> So yeah, he's going to be the guiding light in the back and, you know, help going through the ship. Neon thinking being pursued by scary light. I'm just thinking from the back, like, the it would just be casting like a massive reflection of Neon and the turtle in front of them, which would be more scary. Giant turtle monster. I'd run up next to Neon, at least. If Make me a wisdom saving throw, Neon. Oh no. A 19. Ah, it's not that scary. You, you could tell it a big... It's a tiny snappy turtle, not a big shadowy snappy turtle. Okay. Um, speaking of snappy turtle, it's snappy turtle's turn. A snappy turtle can't do anything on its turn. So a snappy turtle don't get a turn. Um, that thing is going to attack Jester again. And I think that missed. Yeah, the AC is 13. I remember that. Oh no! Stop hitting Jester! Oh, Jester not looking so good. Oh no! That is turn back to Neon. Please tell me Jester bought some potions. Um. No. Oh no. Uh, can I use uh, like now that now that I have some light go by, uh, may not be going in the right direction, but can I uh, use my uh, 
Can I can I double dash as a rogue? Can I use my action to dash? Yes. Bonus action to dash. You can. Yeah. The point. The point of a rogue is you can do is that you don't have to use an action like everyone else. You can use a bonus, but then you can also use an action. That's why I'm kind of just thinking about putting signs in Orion's path as well. Fuck off. <laughs> I dash. I put a stop sign on your way. Sir, he's Conk. already got two points of exhaustion. He doesn't need it. <laughs> but I need it. But yes, you can use your bonus action to dash. Okay, so that would put my movement at 60. Um... In whatever direction Neon thinks the airlock is in. Just um, roll me survival advantage. Survival advantage, okay. Uh, 17? And plop. Uh, Welcome to the airlock. Yes. Uh, you skid to a halt. Okay. Was there something that made me skin to a hole, or did I just stop? And you, you just stopped. Neon found the brakes. Okay. Um, okay, I guess I'm out of movement in that case to actually go to the airlock. Um, in which case, I guess I won't really do anything else. I'll just wait for... Uh... I'd say you can get up to the airlock. I'd, I'd say okay. you're there. You're at the doors. Okay. Can... Uh... Can Neon open the this side of the, the airlock and put the turtle in? You can use your action to open the airlock and put throw turtle in, but that's about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Or snappy. That's it. Then. Um, skies, friendly friend. Fourteen. Neither hit. Moving on. Jester. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, that one hits. Mass, 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 mass. Round up. Nice. Oh no, but then that does. Um, uh, uh, 46. Ah, it's only 7. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Okay, yeah. Now we're back to the top of the turn. Um, the only one that can see... Sky make perception at disadvantage. At disadvantage. At disadvantage. Okie dokie. Lycar, you're now here because my brain is wanting to call you Lycar for some reason. 
Ah, uh, interesting. Welcome aboard this ship. How do you feel, like uh? <laughs> like my chin overlord has trespassed on a way that I did never expect them to do. <laughs> Shit. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, you notice a blue wispy portal open up behind the moon and the ship is drifting towards it. Oh, fuck. That, that, oh shit, uh, uh, okay, I kinda need Alvin here because, uh, I don't know how to pilot this fucking thing. Uh, this is from Alvin's point of view. For a 16, you just notice blue, so, thank you. my, what? What? It's uh, not my turn. Top of the turn thing. Th things are happening in world, just, just roll with it. Oh, that kind of stuff. Still a blue thing and we're heading towards it. So yeah, yeah. She's still gonna... She's still gonna think that Alvin really needs to get here so they can drive them out of that out of, out of that direction. So Alvin, you notice this being still in a hallway. With your piloting, you estimate that you've probably got about at least another two turns worth before we're going in. Oh, and whatever is at the back of the mood is going through it too. Because I'm having to speed up here. Ah, there be anything for him to remember that he can use to make the ship move. Any emergency features. You could try a poppycock maneuver. A what now? Which is turn the engine on and off again and just hit the gas as hard as you can because the DM is saying go for it. I give you DM bullshittery power. He's gonna go. Bucket and still gonna indeed head down towards the engine as quickly as he can to try and see if there is some way to connect the other engine to power it on and use that to move them. Do it. That's where he's running to. Do it. Survival advantage. Twenty-five. You are in the engine room. Fucking looking for anything that looks like it would be the cobbling to the fucking weave engine. Uh, investigation. Mm. Oh, I can't do anything I can do to... I guess I'll just have to take it at that chance since there's nothing I can do to make it better. Just normal investigation? Normal investigation. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. You, you, you are just investigating around the original engine and... That's about it. But we are still on turn order with Sky. My turn then? Yeah. Oh god, choices. Um Okay. I feel like the next move is going to be based on this question. 
be, having been around this lot for the last year and taking at least some interest in what they do, etc., would Sky have a rudimentary knowledge of how to pilot this goddamn ship? No. Damn it. We've never been knitted until now. That's the Fair, thing. No, I know, I know, but like, not not many ships have different kind of stuff. Uh, then yeah. would she have? Uh, hmm? You're you're an engine expert. You wouldn't have anything about how how to make steer. Okay, then would she would she come to the same conclusion as Alvin has, which is head to the engine room and try to give us power so we can get a way out of that blue thing? Intelligence. No, wisdom. Wisdom? Oh boy. Okay, that's one last, but still. Come on. I clicked it. Meow. Oh, what's happening? Let me click again. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't like me! Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, thank God for the first one. 22. Now I'm gonna go with the 12. No, fuck you. <laughs> Um, sure, you have the same conclusion of go check out the other thing. Then in that case, with my free action, I'm going to look to Jess and be like, Jess, we gotta get the fuck out of here! And, because she doesn't want to leave Jess, but she needs to get to that fucking engine room, she's going to, with her action, uh, where's the spell? I'm going to cast, well... First of all, I'm going to have to move out of range, so it's going to get an attack on me. But basically what I want to do is, I know this doesn't make sense, but I want to move to this square so that I'm directly across, and I'm, but I'm not in that other thing's range, to, so I can just uh, put a hand on uh, Jess's shoulder to cast Cure Wounds. Okay. So I'm assuming it get the, the one that was across from me has an attack of opportunity? Oh, no, it doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Uh, so I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at level three because Jess is not looking good. That is 14 points of healing. And like I said, I'm just going to shout, Jess, we need to get out of here. Get get away from that thing. Follow me to the engine room, and then she's going to use the rest of her movement, which would be, I think she used five there, so she's got 25 left. She's going to use 25 feet of movement to, tr to start getting to the engine room. So, Because I, I can't dash with a bonus action, unfortunately. <coughs> Okie dokie. But uh, she's going to start heading in that direction. Uh, Alvin? He's going to keep on looking for the engine for some kind of connection point that doesn't seem like it should be here. Roll investigation again. With an 18, you rummage around near the engine and you come across a red pulling system on the wall. Any markings, anything on to indicate what it is? No, it seems to a panel a wall paneling was originally covering it up. Biscuit for a biscuit. He's gonna pull it. Self-destruct begins in five seconds. Yeah, what? right. No, it doesn't. Fuck you. 
But you do hear a latch and lock. Oh. Come on, baby, work for me. <laughs> oh, why isn't Sky here when you need her sexy ass? <laughs> She's on her way. But you could assume that it's unlocked that tiny little hole which a single person can slip down. <laughs> he jumps in. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. You break your ankle, but we get there. Yeah, right. I mean, you might. I might, yes. Uh, snappy turtle and makes a snap at Neon's fingers. Can't do anything much to that. Um, that thingy is going to attack Jester again. Oh, no. With a 13, that's on the armor class. Da, 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 da. Does it get a grapple? Yeah, it's acrobatics or athletics. Which is higher? Pick one. No, you have to tell me which is higher. No, I don't. Pick one. You can go fuck yourself. I know, roll the lowest one. I think they said, what was it, athletics the first time? Oh. 22, save. I, mean, I did tell them to get out of it. Oh, God. I mean, first they have to get out of the range first. They can use an action to disengage. Twenty five and sixteen. Eek. They are below ten. Neon. Uh Neon would like to uh now that the turtle is in the airlock, can they back out and shut the door and press the button to open the airlock from the other side? Sure. I hope this isn't going to go terribly wrong. I mean, it's quite an easy thing. The door locks, beeps, and then you just see some black pebble-ish thing fly out of the airlock. Okay. Right, so far so good, cool. And then it all it's fine. Once it once resets. it starts to suffocate, mm -hmm. and it 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 floats away. It goes bye bye. Neat. I'm sure that's the last we saw of that. It might be, or we might have the luck of we've just sent it to our characters. <laughs> you, that's the next thing a steam gets hit by as a turtle from space. <laughs> I mean, now you mention it. <laughs> no, I think I think it will suffocate by that point because no air in space, and then it will turn back into its original form, and that's what we'll get hit with. Who says it needs air to live? Because turtle. It would just go to zero hit points, turn back to its normal thing, that's and be I, fine. That's what I said. That's what I said. I said the, tur the turtle's not going to hit us, the other characters. It's going to be the fucking thing it turns back into. So something bigger, something okay. worse. Oh no. Anyway, what else would you like to do, Neon? Um, 
once they've done that, uh, they'd like to head back in the direction um, of the engine room. If possible. Yeah, just go to the engine room. <laughs> just go there. And before Jester, it is a calamity thingy. And now you really have to pray that it cannot roll well. Oh. Because it now gets pack tactics as well. Oh, fuck off. Oh, oh no! <laughs> what the? What the fuck? <laughs> so, um, oh. I'm just going to say delicious num nums. Yeah. Num. Sorry, Jester. You just fucking killed Kuro's character when he wasn't even here. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't... You were the next one, and it was... Jester was gonna run on the next turn. You could have also allowed Kuro to have some potions in his in his inventory since he kind of forgot, but we could have just added those. I could have. But I didn't check Kuro's sheet. Well, I checked it mechanically. I didn't check for anything else. Anyway, you are all now back in the engine room. Well, I'm not there yet. Oh, yeah. Make, make, just go to the engine room. Then she goes to the engine room. She sees the hole in the floor. And she's just going to say to herself, Ah, pray that there's not another one of those creatures down there that opened that and somebody I know. And she's going to start heading down. Um. If she can, if she has any more movement, if not. It's not the movement. It's not really designed for your type of armor. Then if she'd have to take it off, she would. She can use an action to doff the armor. Let me check. My brain has literally gone rush. I I would say you'd have to take it off, yeah. Then, luckily with arcane armor, she can doff it with an action. 
but it is a very narrow um, tube with a ladder going down. Mm-hmm. It goes underneath the engine. Waka, you're already there first. And is literally designed for one person to go down. Well, then, if she started to move down, I assume that Alvin would hear her coming. I don't know, we're at a turn order, so Alvin will now have to take the lead to whatever he's doing. Well, would I hear the steps? Would I be too busy looking at things? I don't know what happened as soon as I get down there. I don't know what I'm seeing. Um, I would say you were already down there before Sky even turned up, so you've got mm-hmm. a lot more leeway. Okay. Again, what do I see? Um, you come down the narrow corridor, and you're still in the setup to the engine room, but what you come to is like a tank that can fit in a single person. Cylinder in shape, made of glass. There is tubing that comes off the tank. It is set up in a vertical sense, so if there was a person in it, they'd be staring at you. And all these different tubes go off into different parts of the room. It's very hard to determine which tube goes where. But that is literally it. That doesn't make much sense. So. Narrow? But yeah, that much I did get. It's more that. Entrance. Why there were all these things there. So you got that, and then you got tubes coming off in different directions. But you don't know where the tubes would lead to. But that cylinder would fit one person. You are currently standing about here. And there is there anything in there aside from the tubes? No, there's just the tubes that are leading out. Does it seem like there's been anything in here before? Make an investigation check. Uh, the room looks like it was sealed off. Uh, during construction. And... From what you can tell, it's very hard to determine if anything used to be in here. And by this point, Sky would turn up. uh, And all she would be hearing from the corridor where he's in the Shit! 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 <clears throat> oh fuck! I didn't realize someone was down there. You okay, Alvin? What's going on? Looking for that fucking weave engine, but all I found is a circular room with tubes. Is there enough space for me down there, or, or do there's I need to go back for, up? There's a space for one down here, so I don't know what. All right. Well, I'll stay on top of the ladder. Tell me what. Tell me what you see, and maybe I can help and help you figure out what's going on and what again, to do. Again, circular room with tubes, small tubes, nothing really useful at all. 
from what he's telling me, can I figure out anything about, like, how to help? No. Fuck. Can I, from where I am, figure out how to, like, if there's a way to connect the engine from where I am? No. Per role investigation. Uh, you would determine that the engine is not connected to anything below it. Well, we definitely know that the engine is not connected to the other one, and I don't know how long it would take to connect it or get this other one running. As steam turns up and the ship starts to rumble. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're gonna head into that fucking blue thing and I have no idea what it is. Anything you want to do, Neon? Uh, I don't know what we can do. Uh, there's nothing we can do to stabilize the ship, is there? We don't need to stabilize, we just need to get it a little off course for mm. now. Um. You start to hear screeching coming down the corridor. Like an angry was... chicken. <laughs> I was seeing if Neon could do anything to, like, access the systems or anything. <sighs> They're infiltration adept, but that's not going to help if the power's down. I mean, if you wanted to go down and have a look at the weave engine, Alistair would then have Alistair. God damn it, Alvin would have to come out first. He'll already be on his way because he, clearly he doesn't have an understanding about what any of that shit is. Yeah, uh, can Neil go and look at the weave engine? Mm-hmm. Roll investigation. Okay. As, as, as they pass me, I'll give them guidance. It'll be a 27, would it? No, no, you have to roll a d4. Oh, okay, sorry. That was just possible. A d4. Is that d4. me rolling it? Yeah. 
So it'll be so, 25. Yeah. Um, you notice a lot of scratching from basic use, wear and tear on the inside of the tube. And you see a name and a date. The date is 1718 of the After Calamity calendar, and it's signed as Steam. <gasps> Ow, my ankle just cracked. 1718, what year is it? Like, is that the year now? That like, is the what? year now in Asteros. And is that like the same units that are used to, to measure the year where we are? Mm-hmm. The current calendar year is 1718 after Calamity. But okay. for Neon's world, that would be completely gobbledygook of what calendar and date that would be. Okay. All right, that's what I was trying to get at, was like, um, in terms of the, the language and the numbers used, would they be the same or different? No. So, so they, they're in 2000 and something, so 1718 AC would, closest maybe think it was the past. Okay, okay. They wouldn't have a know what the AC part would stand for. Okay, um, Neon does not know what that means, um, can they try to, so it's, it's like, it's worn up and scratched and everything, um, can they see if there's anything on it that would indicate how to get it, how to get it working, um, um, Make me another investigation at advantage, since you rolled over a 20. And by this point, the ship is shaking a lot more violently. Okay. Um, that's a 19. You're not 100% sure of how it would actually work, but it seems that a single person would have to get inside of it, and it would somehow connect to that person. Okay. Uh did um oh I don't I don't know if Alvin reached the same conclusion. Um sorry, I was just looking at the um what the infiltration adapt can do. Um I think can can the others hear um neon from from where they are yeah I think they would they would call out and be like, "I think somebody has to get into this uh, i'll I'll do it I'll do it wait what i I don't know that's that's the only thing I can think of to do to make it work. 
Well, if, this anyone's, is... gonna, if anyone's gonna go in there, it's gonna be me. I have, I, you know, I work on engines all the time. This is just another way to do it. Yeah, but it what looks if like an engine. What if something goes wrong? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you probably put me back together. Oh, Maybe you won't, good. but either way, I think it would be easier to put me back together than you. I mean, I'd argue that, considering my arcane armor can actually rebuild my limbs, but sure. I... I, I just, as, as as the captain, I don't want to put that risk on you. I'm... I'll give it a try. Neon's gonna... Get into it and see what happens. I hate all three of you. What are okay. you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, okay. What are you doing? Are you sure you're gonna get into this? You're making me doubt myself now. Oh, but I feel like I feel like Neon, especially as the captain, would not want to be like, oh hey, I've no idea what this is gonna do. Why do you get in it? Um and like, if the only way it's going to work is for someone to get in it... I'm... Um. You want to get in it? I'm scared. You're going to get in it? You're, you're I'm scared? Sc I'm scared. <laughs> you sure you don't want Sky to get into it? I don't... I don't know. Don't fuck with Bex. <laughs> you're literally... Uh fucking with them right now. You should. This isn't going to be your final answer. I d I don't Thanks. just do just do what Neon would do. Don't listen to the don't listen to him. Legitimately, what would they do in this particular instance? I think Neon's logic is like they're a robot. Um they're not like even if Sky has the the armor Neon is still more likely to if they if they do something and something horrible happens. In their head, it's not, like, it's fine. It's not such a big deal. They had a lucky escape once. <laughs> like, maybe they used up all their luck. Uh, I think, like, especially as the captain, I'd just be like, I don't, I don't want to put anyone else in this position and be like, okay, you do it. So, I think that Neon would, would get in it. I don't like that silence. <laughs> I will say when Neon says and decides this, Sky would be would be like, "Whatever happens, don't you worry. I'm gonna put you back together. I will rebuild you. We can rebuild. We yes, she can. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that Sky, in preparing for for something, whatever this might happen, because you never know what's going to happen, is going to put on, is going to re-put on her armor, takes an action, is going to strap herself in just in case, and is going to look to Alvin and tell him to do the same. So yeah, strap strap in. He's just going to try and remember if there is an escape pod, but then he's going to strap over and go like, I always think you look better without the armor. Well, it's going to do a little bit to at least protect me and ensure I so stay alive. Before we get to too ahead back. of ourselves. Neon gets into the tube, and it's a good job you picked Neon, because if it was Sky, you would have been a smoothie. Oh, okay, thank God for that! You manipulative <laughs> dick! 
which actually plays into a lot better to what I wanted anyway. Oh. So, Vion, you get into this thing, and very similar to what Esteem experienced, you're no longer on the ship. You are standing in black nothing. And there is a small girl in a red hood. You're not one of us. Uh, I don't know. No, I, I don't think I am. You're pretty ballsy to get into that thing. Uh, I mean, it was me or my crew and I didn't want it to be them. By this point, the shaking on the ship begins to judder more as it goes and it starts to drift into the blue spacey stuff. She smiles at Neil. And she claps her tiny hands in delight and for Sky and Alvin you kind of start to hear something on the ship coming to life and the shaking stabilizes but it still continues to move forward And you're now standing with this small girl in a green field. There is an elven city on your left that is currently on fire. <clears throat> and the DM is trying not to choke himself. A few moments pass, and then you start to see a flaming object start to fall from the sky. And she points up and goes, that's you. I don't understand. What is this place? Your next bigger adventure. Wait, what? Where's our ship? Where's. What happened to the crew? The crew will be fine. They'll be a bit bruised, but they'll be fine. That's just. me? Well. That's the ship you're on. But since you're interesting and I've never seen one of you before, 
I decided to take control. But I could only assure your survivals. Once your friends hit the ground, it's kind of on their own. But they'll... I'm sure they'll be fine. You, on the other hand, are going to have to sit tight until the right person comes to find you. As long as it's just me. As long as they're okay. And for Alvin and Sky, you guys start seeing the ship breaking apart as it starts entering the atmosphere of Asteros. You're not sure what the creature that was inside the moon has gone, but the last thing you noticed was a part of the ship breaking off. The power starts to kick in and the field starts to shoot to life to stop any thing getting sucked out or loss of oxygen. And you see it beat its wings on the other side and then gone. The atmosphere starts to break away all other parts of the ship and you end up hitting the ground hard. I would say from the impact you both survive but you're at least 10 HP or just a little bit under. Yeah, and that is with your temporary and your armor and other bits, Sky. Yeah, I figured. Neon, however, wasn't found. You've both scoured the wreckage for at least days. What about Jess? Hang on. I know Sky would have definitely have looked for both Neon and uh, Jess. Oh, freaking Alvin. Sagan Walker? Mm-hmm. Alvin would also fucking have held looking because these are the last known people to them, after all, at a minimum. Yep. <sighs> and more than that, they've known each other for a fucking year at least. Yep. Friend, their crew, their crew and their friends, so you yeah, have a- looking for them. There is a few blood marks on some part of the wreckage. You came down near the Forgotten Jungle in Isodoya. With how the ship came down, you assume that Jess unfortunately perished. Neon, on the other hand, you never found the engine compartment that held the weave drive. But you never found any broken up parts of it, and you haven't found any damaged parts of it. 
but from a Steam's point of view, you are currently sitting in that cil- cylinder. See? Uh, sorry, Neon is currently in that okay. cylinder. So let's check. Neon is Steam. Steam yep. is Neon. Yes. Plot <laughs> twist. And eventually somebody found it. And they took it home and gathered a bunch of crystals. And in the basement, some sub-level underneath the Elven Citadel, you are still in this tank. And you are constantly booting yourself up to stay alive. You're running out of power and you are feeding off these crystals that they are trying to connect to the engine to get it to work. And you are just saying the same thing that is scratched onto the glass as you wait for a steam. And that's it. I can't believe you've done this. I can. He's a fucker. <laughs> hey, it's AJ. Yeah, I can. I, I, I'm me. Oh my god! Wasn't expecting that roller coaster of emotions. But I'm very glad it was Neon who got in the in the end. Yeah, because apparently I would have been paced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have been instantly reje- rejected and just like slurpy. Num num. Engine num, does not num. work. Have fun. <sighs> but because Neon got in, that actually caused the little girl, whoever she may be, to assure your survival. What would have mm. happened if Vex didn't play like a cyborg type creature and had played a human? Would we have just been fucked? You would have been fucked. Oh, even more of a reason why I'm happy I didn't walk in there with my poor yep. husband. Jesus. <laughs> you would have been paced. <laughs> oh boy! Like when you said, "Like, are you sure you want to do that? Are you absolutely sure?" I was like, "Oh God, I'm making a terrible decision." Yeah, but... it's literally manipulative DM, <laughs> fucking but... manipulation. Like the minute he said that, I was again because I don't want anyone to mess it, but I was screaming behind my. Muted Mike, don't fucking <laughs> listen to him because he is a liar. I can tell, otherwise he wouldn't be saying this shit. He's manipulating you. That's that's I why I do it a lot when I'm actually telling the truth as well. I would have stuck to my guns either way because I know that's what Neon would yeah, have done. But that's the best thing to do because either way, you're not listening to the DM. Even if you end up agreeing with the DM, your choice is based on your character. That's why I said, just mm-hmm. do what your character would do. It doesn't matter if yeah. it ends the whole thing. Just fucking do it because at least there's no if, ands, or buts. Yeah. I didn't want to meta um, just because I was doubting doing it. Yeah. I thought Neon would still do it. 
Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I, I've had moments like that where I've been, this is what I would do. And then I thought, but well, I'm not in this game. What the fuck?